City FC is on the air. Harris scores. Flag stays down. Louisville quickly back into the game. Right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. What a phenomenal hit that was to give the boys in purple the 2-1 to one lead, and it's Dylan Maris. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. A dark and stormy Midsummer's Day has given way here at Lynn Family Stadium in Butchertown, and despite delays, there will be a soccer game tonight. Louisville City FC in action this evening, hosting Loudoun United. Louisville City hoping that their offensive output can resemble the downpour that we saw today. Lou City enters this weekend acts this weekend's action second from the bottom in the USL Championship in terms of goals scored with just 16 this season. Louisville's outlook, though, is not quite as gloomy as that stat may indicate or even as gloomy as today's weather. Thanks to an elite defensive record, the boys in purple are in the thick of the playoff battle in the Eastern Conference. Lou City has conceded the fourth fewest goals this year and leads the league with eight shutouts. That level of performance has them sitting in fifth place in the Eastern Conference, just five points back of first place entering this weekend's action and seven points clear of the playoff cut line. The team occupying that final playoff spot entering this weekend is Louisville City's opponent tonight, Loudoun United, formerly the reserve team of Major League Soccer's D.C. United. The club is now officially independent, though their relationship with the big league club in our nation's capital remains. Several players on Loudoun's roster are on loan from Wayne Rooney's team, with several appearing both for D.C. and for Loudoun this season. A young team... Loudon is coming off of a victory over Hartford Athletic at home in Northern Virginia on Monday night. And Ryan Martin's team is sure to be ready to test the medal of this veteran Louisville City squad tonight. The rain has moved on for now, and we are set for a belated kickoff of 9 o'clock this evening in Butchertown. And we are set to bring you all of the action over the next couple of hours live here from Lynn Family Stadium on ESPN 680 and 1057 as well as the ESPN Louisville app. With that, we bring you and welcome you into tonight's broadcast. I'm Jeff Milby, and tonight alongside a very special guest, Benton Newman is here. It's a a bonus episode of Soccer City tonight, Benton. It kind of feels that way anyway. The people can't get away from me. (laughs) Well, they can't get enough of you either. Uh, but uh, thrilled to have you along, man. I'm looking forward to being able to hang out and watch the soccer game with you. Hey, I'm very excited. Instead of talking to my seatmates' ears, I get to talk to you guys, listeners, so I'm looking forward to it. Spencer Brown is our producer tonight back in the ESPN Louisville studios. Uh, Benton tonight officially marks the halfway point of the season for Louisville City, and that is as good a time as ever to do some assessing of how this season has gone so far. I, I just talked about it a little bit, the offensive woes, the lack of goal scoring. But the defensive prowess has been there, leading the league in shutouts with eight so far this season. What do you make of, of how the first half of the year uh, went for Louisville City heading into tonight's game? So before I give my letter grade with it, I think we have to keep in mind the historic success that Louisville City has had, not to mention the consistency that they have had on the roster. So with all those things considered, I'm going to go ahead and give them a C. Feels a little, it could feel a little harsh looking at the table, realizing where they're very, they're pretty much in the in playoff positions, and you would expect that they're going to make it. But again, these goal-scoring woes are is incredibly problematic. They've sorted out any sort of defensive issues they've had, right? We go back early in the season, they 
a few matches where the defense was kind of problematic, but by and large that's been fixed. But the goal scoring, they've got to fix that. They've got to be able to to comfortably beat teams, create and score from from multiple different um, players on the pitch, but they, they're having a hard time doing that, and that's a large basis of uh, uh, of my grade here. It's something they have to figure out before you get late in the season and into the postseason. The good news, though, there is plenty of time to right the ship, and also, despite the high expectations that this club has, as you alluded to, Benton, that they are still very much in the thick of the playoff hunt in the Eastern Conference, not that far back from first place as it stands right now. Tampa Bay uh, leading the Eastern Conference, looking at the live standings of the USL. Louisville City head coach Danny Cruz, he's aware that the goal-scoring woes have been an issue for his team, and he talked about what this team needs to do tonight when he addressed the game plan his team has going into tonight's game. We're getting an opponent who's obviously coming off of a good result on Monday. It's a team that has a lot of quality, uh, a lot of goal scorers on their team, uh, dangerous in their build, uh, dangerous in transition. And so for us, it's making sure we manage those moments, that our pressure is good, uh, that we have a lot of quality with the ball. And then obviously we need to make sure we're finishing our chances. If we can do that early in the game, especially here at home, I think we'll, we'll end up uh, having more joy throughout the game. More joy throughout the game. Certainly would be more joy in the stands, Benton, if Louisville City were able to put away a few goals tonight. And given the team that they're facing, Loudoun United, take nothing away from them. There are some very talented players on this team, but they are a young team. Very few players over the age of 25 on this roster. Many players who are attached in some way or another to D.C. United of Major League Soccer, whether they're academy players, whether they're uh, sort of, if you want to look at it this way, two-way players going back and forth between Major League Soccer and the USL. All that said, Louisville City is a big favorite tonight, I would think, over Loudoun United, playing at home, and given the goal-scoring woes, given the drought that they're currently on, it would be wonderful for these fans who have stuck it out through the through the rain. It's going to be one for the diehards tonight. It would be wonderful for those diehard fans to see a few goals go in. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Loudoun United is better than what we've been accustomed to in the past, right? Normally we kind of think of them as bottom feeder sort of team, an easy three points, if you will. Not so much that anymore. Um, they're, I mean, higher up in the table than, than, again, what we've been used to. But at a minus 12 goal differential, I'm not completely convinced that their standing is uh, sustainable. So, um, I, you know, again, I think this is a team that Louisville City should be beating, but, uh, I mean, they're going to have to show up uh, to, to do so. Danny Cruz, he has a lot of respect for Loudoun United and their head coach, Ryan Martin, who is in his fifth season at the helm of this team. Here's what Cruz had to say about tonight's opponents, Loudoun United. Ryan Martin, for me, one, one of the top coaches in our league. Um, when I look at how his team plays, when I look at the belief that they have in one another, uh, especially this year, as you said, when things the dynamic has kind of changed at the club, I think he's doing a really good job. It's a difficult team to break down. It's a difficult team to play against. Um, and as I've said already, I think this year is a little bit unique in the years past. I think there's so much quality uh, within the league. You can see how tight the table is. Uh, and, you know, we're expecting a difficult, uh, a difficult opponent on Saturday. Louisville City's Benton this season has not exactly cruised against teams where you'd expect them to win. Uh, I think just a couple of weeks back to that game against Las Vegas here at home. They were the last place team in the entire league, and it was a laborious 90 minutes for Louisville City. They finally got the winner in the 77th minute of that night. It's... While they are a favorite, it's not going to be an easy one tonight for Louisville City whatsoever. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. In seasons past, the, these are the kind of matchups I would have easily written three points in, in my head and just kind of watching to see how that's going to happen. But, uh, you know, given how the season's gone, I reserve a little bit of, I'm not going to say doubt, but, uh, you know, room for error 
in, in my mind about what kind of team is going to show up. But we know we have the talent. It's just a matter of putting it together. And for whatever reason or another, it's it's been a little bit of a struggle. There's been some hiccups along the way. But, um, again, largely confident in the team. But at the same time, um, you know, Loudon's not completely out of it. Tonight marks a huge milestone for one Louisville City fan favorite, Sean Tosh. It'll be his 200th appearance for Louisville City tonight across both regular season and playoff games in the USL Championship. When we come back after this break, we will hear from both Sean Tosh and his coach, Danny Cruz, about what Tosh means to this team and about that milestone, and we will chat about it as well. We're getting you set for tonight's game, a delayed kickoff of about an hour tonight because of the storms that came through Louisville. Kickoff set for just a couple of minutes past the top of the hour at 9 o'clock. Louisville City hosting Loudoun United this evening. You're listening to our coverage here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm Detective Brian Gillis with the Louisville Metro Police Department. And I'm Detective Watkins of the Louisville Metro Police Traffic Unit. Responding to crashes involving deaths or injuries is the toughest part of our job. When you drive, there's so much out of your control. What you do have control over is wearing a seatbelt. Less than two seconds, that's all the time it takes to buckle up. Why do we enforce seatbelt laws? It's not about writing tickets. It's about saving lives. Please always buckle up. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. The summer weather has probably taken a toll on your roof, and you may not even be aware. So take a look at your roof, and if you have any kind of damage, call Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal. They'll work with your insurance company and go to bat for you if they have to so you can get the coverage you deserve. Carlin Roofing and Sheet Metal replaced my roof four years ago, and they did great work and timely work. And that's what Carlin has done since 1984. 458-9898 458-9898 or online at carlinroofs.com. That's C-A-R-L-O-N roofs.com. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft, proud partner of Louisville City FC. It's Danny Cruz, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Clearly the team means a lot to me. You know, I, we've gone, gone through a lot. Uh, you know, a lot of successes, winning trophies together, uh, you know, making the city my home, uh, you know, getting engaged to my, my now wife at the stadium. Um, you know, there's just been, you know, so many moments, ups and downs. And, uh, you know, I'm just really thankful to be part of an organization, a team, um, a, real, a real family uh, that, 
you know, it makes it all worth it every single day. The culture that we have here, you know, he's a big part of that. He's been here a long time. Uh, I think he'll be the first to say that this is home for him, feels like home. Uh, and for me, he's someone that has been reliable over the years, uh, someone that I know that I can trust, um, certainly shows up in big moments. Uh, and I, I think he, you know, my hope is that he continues to perform at the level uh, that he has this season as well. You know, so he's a good human being, someone that I really enjoy having in my locker room. And I think you've seen, you know, he's worn the armband in a lot of games this year because I feel that he's continuing to show those leadership qualities within the group. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm really happy for him. It's a big moment and uh, he deserves it. I was on Rochester at the time and we came in trained at Louisville City at Thurman Hutchins down the road here and I remember my contract was up and I was like or coming up and I was like this place is pretty sweet I would love to come here and then to have the moment where you know I was told that uh you know James at the time was interested in signing me and I was just like yes where do I sign let's do it I'll do this today um so then eventually signing you know obviously you have no idea of uh having a longevity at a one place or um, you know even just playing in general um, so I've been really fortunate there to uh, you know be able to represent the team as often and as frequently as I have there you have the words of both head coach Danny Cruz and the man himself Sean Tosh who tonight will play in his 200th game for Louisville City across both regular season and playoff games the Star-Spangled Banner being played here at Lynn Family Stadium. But tonight, Benton will be a huge milestone for Sean Tosh to get that 200th appearance for Louisville City. He's been such a pillar of this team down the years since signing with Louisville City in 2017. A regular starter that entire time. Three straight all-league first-team appearances for him each of the last three seasons. This year with Paolo Del Piccolo taking a little bit of a step back and Niall McKay battling injury. He's been the captain on many occasions this season. He is just a huge, huge part of this team, and it is a, a great sight to see tonight, him getting that 200th game in purple. Three-time USL champion, once with Rochester, twice with Louisville City, a regular feature in some of the top defenders in the league. It's hard to understate how big of a deal that Sean Tosh is. So 200 appearances, massive achievement, and we are very glad that he is wearing purple because he has been a, a big part of our success, right? He's, I mean, a consistent defensive performer, and uh, it, you know, it's, it's hard to imagine that we, we would have as nearly as much success without somebody as reliable in the back. you got to have that defense, and he's a big part of it. His experience, his talent, his ability, none of it has dropped off despite his now somewhat advanced age of 31. He's been such a leader on that back line, especially when you consider that over the last season and a half, one of his teammates, one of his center back mates on that back line has been a teenager, Josh Winder, who, of course, everybody knows by now, made the midseason move this year over to Benfica in Portugal for a record-setting deal of uh, $1.2 million. To have Tosh back there has made made Winder's uh, integration into the team that much easier, I would imagine. And he has just been such a, a phenomenal force for the team, not, not to mention his goal scoring. He has suddenly become a huge goal scorer for this team. Nine goals last season, including five penalties, the record number of goals scored by a defender in USL history. Uh, he really can do it all out there, Sean Tosh, and he has won the hearts and minds of Louisville City fans down the years. The celebration, we all know it and love it, tucked in and locked in. 
uh, he, he's just a fan favorite. It's it's hard not to love a defender who scores, right? That's always such a fun special moment, seeing what you would think is an unusual guy scoring the goal. So, you know, props and for the goal scoring. And Louisville City has been blessed with a lot of leaders on their team, like even in the kind of the informal capacity. And he's absolutely one of them. Like you talked about before, Josh Widener, that's exactly the kind of guy you want next to a developing Josh to help get to the next level to see what that, that kind of model play, player looks like because he's absolutely it. He's crazy of the crop in the USL. And this is one of those things tonight that exhibits the value of having professional sports in our city. This is such a college sports town and the Louisville Bats, they're a minor league affiliate so the teams, the roster changes constantly. But Louisville City has been able to forge consistency with a number of guys and Sean Tosh will become the second player for Louisville City to reach that 200 game mark. Paolo Del Piccolo did it earlier this season. But it's such a wonderful thing to have these guys around for so long and shows the value of professional sports in this city that the Louisville fan base, the Louisville sports fan base, can have long-lasting relationships as sports fans with the players on the field, like Sean Tosh, lasting all the way back since 2017. Oh, yeah, he's not only bought into the club itself, he's bought into the city. He's been here for a while. He loves it. He's, you know, he's going to probably stay here after his retirement. Like, he's a part of the community, and that's one of the really cool things that we've had here at Louisville City. You know, historically in the USL, you get a lot of roster turnover, and you don't get as much attachment to players because they're often moving. That's settled down a little bit in recent years, but Louisville City's been leading the charge as far as consistency consistently as he goes. I mean, there's a number of players you can list off here who've been playing for years as long as a lot of you people listening have been watching or listening to these matches, and he's, he's one of them. So that consistency piece, like, uh, that can't be forgotten. I love that. Yeah, one of those guys that's been around as long as anybody has been watching Louisville City Soccer is in the starting lineup tonight. That's Niall McCabe. He is one of the 11 starters tonight for Louisville City. We'll give you the full details of both teams' starting lineups when we return. Just a few minutes away from kickoff, the teams are starting to make their ways out of the locker room onto the field. We will bring you the starting lineups for Louisville City and Loudoun United next here on ESPN Louisville. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wing. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. If your heating and cooling system is old and inefficient, now is the time to give BJ Heating and Cooling a call for your free estimate. BJ Heating and Cooling, your local factory authorized Bryant dealer, whatever it takes, has teamed with Bryant Equipment to offer up to 60 months 0% financing with approved credit. Celebrating over 35 years, helping Kentuckiana with all their heating and cooling needs. Make sure your estimate on a new system is from BJ Heating and Cooling. You will not be disappointed. Call the experts you can trust at BJ Heating and Cooling. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. 
With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. We are in the thick of summer, and with the hottest days of the year ahead, you're about to find out how strong your cooling system is. And if you find out that it's not ready for the long summer, then call DFH Company, 968-6222. Right now, when you buy a complete train HVAC system, receive 18-month special financing and a 10-year parts and labor warranty. It's hard to stop a train, so call DFH, 968-6222, or look them up online at dfhcompany.com. Visit dfhcompany.com for complete program eligibility, dates, details, and restrictions. Subject to credit approval. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium where we are underway. 20 seconds gone by in the opening of this game between Louisville City and Loudoun United. Louisville City moving from right to left in the first half and an early chance for Loudoun United and the shot goes just wide. Running in behind on a long ball forward there was Tommy Williamson. He was defended by Wes Sharpie. Williamson tried to hit that ball with the outside of his right foot and ultimately it went well wide and out for a Louisville City goal kick. A long ball opportunity for Loudoun inside the opening minute of the game. And as this goal kick is about to be taken, we have time to give you tonight's starting lineups, which are presented by Breeze Airways. We will start with Louisville City. Danny Cruz making two changes from the scoreless tie at Pittsburgh last weekend. Oliver Zimla in goal. He leads the league with eight clean sheets this season. The back four in front of him, Amadou Dia, the birthday boy, turning 31 today, joined by Sean Tosh and Wes Sharpie. And then along the right side, it is Oscar Jimenez. In the midfield, Tyler Gibson joined with Elijah Winder and Niall McCabe. One of the two changes tonight for Danny Cruz. And then the front three tonight for Louisville City. It is Enoch Matiti, Mushigalusa down the left. Rasmus Tellefsen down the right, and Cameron Lancaster, the all-time leading goal scorer for Louisville City, down the middle as Loudoun United takes over in possession. Coming down the near sideline, their right is Coa Santos, trying to play a ball into the middle. It was knocked down, and now Louisville City takes over in possession in their defensive half. Ford Loudoun this evening wearing red on the road. Dane Jackman is the goalkeeper. The back four in front of him, 
Abdul Zane, Cole Turner, Giannis Learman, and Koa Santos in the midfield. It is Hosu Landry, Jeremy Garay, Jackson Hopkins, and Jake Morris. And then two forwards in a 4-4-2 formation, Tommy Williamson and the team's leading scorer, Zach Ryan. For head coach Ryan Martin of Loudoun United, our referee tonight is John Matzo. Louisville City in the attack here, just to the right side of the penalty area, Rasmus Tellefsen. Drifting away from goal. Again, Lou City moving from right to left in the first half, defending the goal in front of the Estopan Lind. Loudon United defending the waterfront end goal. Here's a bad turnover from Louisville City. Tyler Gibson giving it away. And Loudon coming forward with Zach Ryan, number 28 on his back, on the far sideline. He finally holds up as Louisville City dropped back defensively. But uh, some nervy early moments, two and a half minutes into this game, Benton. Yeah, uncharacteristic bad pass by Tyler Gibson. He's captain consistency, and you just don't normally see that by them. And Loudon, they're showing they're not afraid of Louisville City. They're, they're up for this matchup. Morris with it now on the left side of the box for Loudon United. His cross is blocked behind by Oscar Jimenez, and it's out for our first corner kick of the match. It'll go to the visitors tonight. Loudon United will come from the far side, their left. The player making that play happen. Jake Morris, a native of Fort Lauderdale, Florida, his second season as a pro, his first in Loudon. He's on loan from the Columbus crew, and he will have the corner. Now swinger off his left foot. Here it comes in towards the near post. It bounces towards the and off the ground, Cameron Lancaster headed it away. Never want to see a corner hit the ground, but it did there, and Louisville City able to see off the danger. Here's a ball, a diagonal to the near side from Loudon United, looking for Tommy Williamson, but Amadou Dia is there. He heads it behind. And it is a second successive corner for the visitors tonight. This one will come from the near side, their right. I mean, this is a hungry Loudon team. They kind of know that Louisville City is not their normal selves this season, and they're trying to take advantage of it. An early goal for Loudon would surely put uh, Louisville in a very awkward position. Nearly four minutes gone by. Loudon United with the early opportunity in the opening minute on a long ball, and then the last couple of minutes... They've been able to work some possession in the attacking half. Again, this corner will come from the near side. The Loudon United right. Morris standing over it with an in-swinging left-footed ball. He has a right-footed option as well, Jeremy Garay. But it looks like it'll be Morris to take it. Raises his arm into the air and approaches the ball. Here comes the corner. He'll play it short on the ground into just the top of the formation. Now Garay back to the top of the box with Santos. Now to the right side, back to Morris and Santos once again. They're knocking the ball back and forth along this right side. They'll swing it now into the middle to Landry. He has the ball just north of the center circle from Loudon's perspective. Tries to play a long diagonal down the near sideline. Easily read and cut out by Rasmus Tellefsen. Louisville City trying to break. It's Tyler Gibson in the middle. Tried to play it down the near sideline for Niall McCabe. Just too far out in front of the Irishman. And it's out for a Loudon United throw at midfield on the near side of the Loudon right. Louisville trying to break there, Benton. But that final ball from the middle of the field looking for McCabe was just off target. Tyler Gibson again. I hope he gets this out of his system early because he's the kind of guy you want to have that his normal consistent performances. He's such a key piece. Normally not the flashiest player in the world, but so important for this team. Louisville trying to press Loudon right now. Landry had a few touches and then an errant pass from Loudon goes past the near sideline. In their defensive half, the Louisville attacking half, and it'll be a Louisville throw on the near side, the left. Just about 10 yards past midfield right in front of the Loudon United bench. It'll be Amadou Dia, who again... It is his birthday, turning 31 years old today. It was, I believe his birthday was actually last month. Oh, my goodness. I can't even read my own numbers. You're right. July is the seventh month of the year. Don't go, ba- don't go backwards in time on me. You're right. 100% correct there, Benton. Thanks for catching that. Louisville City with possession now, and uh, they give it away. Tyler Gibson once again as Benton extends his arms out in uh, 
I, I brag about Tyler Gibson all the time, but he's, uh, he's making me hard to sing his praises right now. He put the ball out of play. It was out for a Loudon throw. They put it into play in the middle of the field and quickly won back by Louisville City. As you might imagine, given the weather tonight, the crowd a little bit lower than normal, but still a decent number of Louisville City fans have made their way out to Lynn Family Stadium, filling both the upper and lower decks. Louisville in possession right now with the captain tonight, Sean Tosh, on his 200th appearance of the season, plays it forward to Tyler Gibson. He turns and plays it further forward in the air, past midfield towards Mushagalusa, headed out by a loud United player, and it's a throw to Louisville City on the far side the right. Jimenez takes it, just shy of midfield, back to Tosh now, forward to Jimenez. He'll turn and play it on the ground into the middle of the field, just outside the Louisville box is Wes Sharpie. Sharpie on his right foot turns. It's a long ball high into the air down the far sideline. Mushigalusa giving chase. He'll win it. His header goes toward the Loudoun United box, and it's recovered there by Cole Turner, who had a few yards head start on Mushigalusa. Cleared further ahead by the goalkeeper for Loudoun United, and Loudoun trying to build out of the back here. Landry knocked down from behind, fouled as Niall McCabe clipped him on his back, the back of his heels there. It's a foul against McCabe, and Loudoun United will have this free kick in their defensive half on the inside left, about 20 yards shy of the midfield strike. An early reminder from Niall McCabe whose house it is. He's the master of the dark arts. <laughs> and then the dark arts on display there a little bit, trying to kill the momentum for Loudoun United. They take the free kick, trying to work it along their back line. Giannis Learman, the Frenchman, the center back, has it now. Did well under some pressure there to keep the ball under his feet. Plays it across to his center back mate here, Cole Turner, 22-year-old out of Virginia. Plays it to the left side to the... Left back, Abdul Zane. Now back to Turner. A long ball down the middle. Headed down by Wes Sharpie for Louisville City. Just outside of the Louisville box. And the boys in purple take over. It's Jimenez, the right back. Drops it off backward to Tosh. Under a little bit of pressure here. Tosh sends it long to midfield. A header from Elijah Winder. Trying to find a teammate, but it didn't find anybody. Finally recovering back was Landry to win it for Loudoun United. And here come the visitors in red. Jackson Hopkins with it now. 30 yards from goal. Driving down the middle. He'll take aim from distance. And it's parried aside by Oliver Zimla. A terrific save from the rookie goalkeeper. And it's out for a corner for Loudoun United on the near side. They're right. Hopkins took aim. He got the ball in the middle of the field. Drove about 20 yards and then hit it from around 22 or 23 yards away. A driven ball towards Zimla's left. And Zimla had to dive to push it aside. His left post. Louisville City is being a little too patient, a little too respectful of Loudon. they got to shut down this place sooner. Don't give them those opportunities, even if it is from outside the box. So already in the early going here, a third corner of the game for Loudon United. This one from the near side there, right. Morris stands over at the left-footed player. Garay near him as well. This one driven into the near post. It's knocked down and Amadou Dia, the only player to recover and have the ball. He clears it upfield down the near sideline. Looked like it was Hopkins, I believe, who was the intended target on that near post for Loudon United. Diaz clearance past midfield, and it bounces over the near sideline. Out for a Loudon United throw on the near side there, right just about 10 yards short of midfield in their defensive half, just in front of their bench. It'll be Santos to take the throw. Back to Learman, the center back. He'll swing it across to Turner, the left center back for Loudon United, and all the way across the field to the left back tonight. That is Abdul Zane, an Ivorian, playing in his 20th game of the season. One assist with five yellow cards on his ledger. Turnover. Here's Louisville City forward. Cameron Lancaster outside of the box. Turns under pressure. He's got to run to the outside from Tellison. Here it is, Tellison. Ball in towards the penalty area, and Mushigalusa puts it over the bar and into the waterfront end. A chance for Louisville City coming from their press, turning Loudon United over, but Mushigalusa couldn't get a shot on target. We're just past the nine-minute mark in a 0-0 game. It's a goal kick to Loudon United. Uh, Matiti Mushigalusa, he's good for for one of those uh, um, each game. Hopefully, I'm glad he got out of his system early so we can go ahead and start putting some of those shots on target. So Loudon United will take this goal kick with Dean Jackman. 
He is a youngster, 22 years of age, out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, playing in his second season as a professional, his first in Loudoun. Played with the Charlotte Independents last year. A player out of Penn in the Ivy League. Here comes Loudoun United forward. They've got it just to the left of the center circle. Zach Ryan dropped deep there. Plays it back to Landry, who's playing along the back line for the moment. To the goalkeeper, Jackman. Under pressure from Niall McCabe, Jackman tries to send it forward, slides down to the ground while he does so. It's a decent ball to the far sideline with Tommy Williamson just past the midfield stripe, and he does really well. Here's Williamson driving forward, dribbling through several purple jerseys. Ball to the top of the Louisville box, knocked away by Sharpie, picked up by Hopkins. Still with Loudoun United with Williamson. Back to Hopkins, but his pass looking to the far sideline, intercepted easily by Oscar Jimenez, who had that well read. Ball all the way back to Zimler, the goalkeeper for Louisville, just hits it out of the out of danger under some pressure there past midfield and Lancaster can't catch up to it Loudon United will bring it down and control possession ten and a half minutes gone here and Benton Loudon United has come on the road and looked really comfortable they are certainly not despite being the younger of the two teams and the less heralded of the two teams they're not intimidated by this atmosphere or the team they're facing tonight at all I was about to say it's like roles reversed here usually Louisville City's the one in the driver's seat and I know statistically both these teams like to have a good bit of possession but right now Loudon's get a little bit of the better of it um, you know they, they, I mean, Louisville City's got to really figure this out, take some control of the match, put the ball in the final third of Loudon, and start creating some shooting opportunities. Loudon with the ball now. Their goalkeeper, Jackman, well out of the box, but that's something that the affiliated club, the former parent club of this team, D.C. United, will do a lot, play their goalkeeper well out of the penalty area. Jackman sends it long, headed by Tosh. It'll fall to Zach Ryan. He has a hit from 25 yards, didn't get it cleanly on his right foot off the bounce, and it's a comfortable save in the end by Oliver Zimla, the Louisville goalkeeper. Long ball forward from the goalkeeper for Loudon, knocked down by Louisville City. It fell right to Ryan, about 30 yards from goal, tried to hit it on the volley and just didn't hit that shot cleanly, Benton. Yeah, yeah. I'm, one thing I do want to call out here is Oliver Semler. What a pleasant surprise he has been this season. I think coming in this season, we were kind of expecting Kyle Morton to be in the goalkeeping position. But Oliver Semler, he's been a, been a revelation, a great pickup in the offseason. He would be if he manages to lead the league in shutouts. He would be the first league shutout leader as a rookie since John McCarthy, who currently plays with LAFC. Amadou Dia down the near side, just outside of the box, tried to put it in a cross. It was blocked out. It's going to be a throw to Louisville City on the near side there, left in the attacking final third for the boys in purple. Dia will take the throw. 12 minutes gone by, 0-0 our score. We've had some good chances for both teams. And Loudon has certainly looked capable of coming here to Lynn Family Stadium and pulling off a victory. Already seen Louisville City lose a few games here at home even just in midsummer here at the halfway point officially of the season. Throw comes in from Dia to McCabe, back to Dia. He dribbles infield, plays it into the inside left where Tyler Gibson has it. Gibson turns and plays it back wide left. Here's Niall McCabe dribbling in towards the penalty area on his right foot. He'll put in a cross, a good one towards Lancaster, and he just couldn't get his header on target. A looping header ultimately over the bar and behind for a Loudoun United goal kick. But that was a terrific ball in from Niall McCabe from the left side. Absolutely perfect by Niall McCabe. Man, I've missed him so much. I'm glad he's back in action. Al McCabe just now returning from injury after he went down with an injury in March. Scored on the opening day of the season but has really struggled with injuries over the last couple of years and notably over the last several weeks and he gets a start tonight and that was a perfectly placed ball right between the penalty spot and the six yard box and Lancaster with a defender on his back just couldn't get his header on goal. Foul here against Louisville City as play had restarted 
It is going to be a free kick to Loudon United just to the left of the center circle in their attacking half, Louisville defensive half. They take it quickly, swing it around to the near side. Here's Santos, the right back, defended by Mushigalusa. Mushigalusa does really well, just runs right between Santos and the ball and takes the ball away. But Louisville can't do anything with it. It's back with Loudon United. They've got it with Turner. One of their two center backs drifting back toward his own goal. Goes back to Jackman under pressure from Elijah Winder. Jackman gives it away. Winder takes it away. Here's Elijah Winder in on goal. One-on-one with the keeper. And his shot is over the bar. Oh, man. I was going to comment earlier on the match. How I'm keeping a close eye on Elijah Winder. He is a creator. He's the kind of spark that they need. And, man, that was that press was all Elijah. Created that out of nothing. Brilliant play by the youngster. Elijah Winder, the 20-year-old academy product out of Louisville, the older brother of Josh Winder, making his fifth start of the season tonight, looking for his first regular season goal. Did all the hard work there, winning the ball off the goalkeeper, but just couldn't keep his shot low under the bar and on target. But you got to appreciate the effort there and the intensity there, Benton. Oh, yeah, it was, it was so fantastic. I mean, I'm so so proud of his development. The very first kid to go through the academy and get playing time. So he means so much to this club. 14 and a half minutes gone by, 0-0 the score. But we've had plenty of, plenty of chances for both teams in this one. Five shots combined. Loudon with two that have tested Oliver Zimlin, forced saves out of Louisville goalkeeper. Louisville yet to keep any of their attempts on target so far. Loudon United with the ball here. They've got it along their back line with Jake Morris, who's dropped deep, and he gives it away. Chance to come forward with numbers for Louisville City. Mushigalusa driving down the middle, just outside of the box, tries the shot with his left foot from 20 yards, and a skipping ball, weakly hit off the left of Mushigalusa, is ultimately a comfortable save for Dean diving down to his right just outside of his own six-yard box. Cam was calling for the leading pass to put a shot in, but Enoch decided to take the shot himself. But I'll tell you what, Benton, for the neutral, for anybody just trying to see some exciting soccer, this has been a really good game so far. I mean, not bad at all. I mean, not having any, go- any goals yet, but, I mean, they've been creating a lot of chances on both sides. Just past the opening quarter of an hour. Here's a cross from Loudon from the far side of the left in towards Williamson. Amadou T there just in front of Williamson to head it to the sideline. Mushigalusa retrieves it from the sideline, able to play it through two Loudon defenders to Niall McCabe. Here comes Lou City forward. McCabe knocked aside by Landry, and that's a foul. And it might just be a booking. Landry giving a hug to the referee, uh, almost like thanking him for not booking him there. It is not a booking. It is going to be a fifth-third free kick, though, to Louisville City in their defensive half just outside of the box. I think that was a clever way of keeping the ref's hands from going down into his pockets. Again, John Mato is the referee tonight. Landry with a very heavy hip check of Niall McCabe there. Fifth-third free kick back into play. Louisville building out of the back on the ground. It's Dia past midfield, dribbling in towards the center circle. Plays it backward to Tosh. Tosh, a long diagonal to the far sideline to Oscar Jimenez, who's well forward in the attacking half. He chests it down. Jimenez on his left foot here, drifting away from goal. Plays it backward to Gibson. Gibson, a first-time touchout to Jimenez. Jimenez backward to Tosh, who's past midfield in the attacking half. Dropping deep in the middle is McCabe. Swings it across the center circle to the left center back for Louisville City tonight. Wes Sharpie. Sharpie ball on the ground across the center circle to the right center back, Tosh, and the captain this evening. Tosh dribbles into the attacking half. He's 30 yards past midfield now. Drops it off wide right to Jimenez. Inside right is Gibson. Backwards to McCabe. Just to the right of the center circle near midfield. McCabe dancing on the ball. Swings it now in the air to the near sideline. Mushigalusa keeps it in from going out of play on the near sideline. Plays it infield to Elijah Winder. Backward to Sharpie. Back into the middle to Niall McCabe. Turning under pressure from Garay. McCabe steps on the ball. Then goes down after Garay swung a leg through him. And Niall McCabe looking a little bit worse for wear as the whistle goes and a foul given. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City. Just an awkward one there. McCabe stepped on the ball. Garay swung a leg trying to win the ball. Connected only with McCabe's shin. And McCabe 
a little bit shaken up. Uh, I'm a little bit far away from the play, but I, you know, I mean, he could have maybe pulled out a yellow card if he wanted to on that one. Fifth third free kick. Sharpie takes it on the ground to the near sideline. Dia, 15 yards past midfield. Further forward on the near sideline, Mushagalusa with a defender all over him. Mushagalusa, though, turns well against him. Here he comes towards the penalty area, just to the left of it. Mushagalusa, an opportunity to cross. And he's shoved off the ball by Landry. The ball goes past the end line. No foul given. And it's just, just going to be a goal kick here to Louisville City. Mushagalusa, terrific dribbling skill on the near sideline, but just couldn't get the ball off of his foot for the cross. And then the shoulder-to-shoulder challenge came in from Landry, and the referee saw no foul. Yeah, I think passing and creating with others is a little bit of an area he needs to work on. He's got a lot of talent, really great on the ball, blazing speed. But if he can put his full game together, he can. He has a lot of potential to be a real, real danger for any team. Goal kick coming for Loudoun United and Dean Jackman. He swings his right foot through it, sends it high into the air past midfield. Flicked on header from Ryan looking for Williamson. Sent back towards the Loudoun United penalty area by Oscar Jimenez. It's kept in play on the far sideline by Abdul Zane. Zane forward to midfield. The pass, though, cannot quite link up with Morris. And Louisville City takes over. It's McCabe at midfield. Jimenez, who has circled his way into the center circle, had a touch, but it's taken off of his feet. Here comes Loudoun United forward. Jackson Hopkins driving toward the penalty area just to the top of the D. Wide right to Santos. An opportunity to cross. Here it comes. A decent one towards the penalty spot, but McCabe stuck out a leg and won it. To Dia forward on the ground looking for Mushagalusa. One by Landry, though, and the attack's still on here for Loudoun United. Santos, ball towards the penalty spot. Knocked down by Williamson, falls to Ryan. His shot is well off target into the Estopinal end by about five or six rows. And Zach Ryan's shot just sort of skipped off the outside of his foot, nowhere near on target. But Loudoun United very aggressive early on in this game. Inside the opening 20 minutes, they've had a number of opportunities. Yeah, I was going to say they're creating an unfortunate number of uh, shooting opportunities. Not something that Coach Danny Cruz is probably thrilled to see. Goal kick taken by Louisville City. Zimla touched back to him by Sharpie. Now Zimla on the ground to Sharpie, who streams out the penalty area now. Sharpie towards midfield. Long diagonal over the top for Rasmus Tellison to chase, but it'll take one bounce in the penalty area, and Jackman, the goalkeeper for Loudon, had it really well read. He'll roll it forward to Cole Turner here. Tur- Turner into the midfield to Garay, who has dropped deep. Now to the right center back, Giannis Learman. Learman forward to the right side. Santos just shy of midfield in the Loudon half. Back into the middle to Garay, who has dropped deep in the midfield. Not any pressure on him as he touches it into the center circle. Now some pressure comes up from Winder. He plays it to Turner to the left side. Now all the way to the far left side. Zane with it for Loudon United. Back to Turner, the left center back. He'll try a long diagonal to switch fields from the left to the right. Santos touches it down. A heavy touch, though, with Mushigalusa on his back. Plays it backward to Learman. Learman in midfield. Ball over the top down the middle for Ryan. Ryan chests it down. Here's Zach Ryan. Drops it off to Jackson Hopkins. Circling in on his right foot just to the top of the Louisville City penalty area. Backwards on the inside right is Landry. Now inside left is Garay, as Loudon still has in the Louisville City half. Zane, the left back with it. A few yards of space either side. Plays it to the left of the center circle with Turner. Now Garay once again, just to his left. Williamson, a 1-2 to Garay. Ball through, a decent one, a good idea. Morris made the run, but it was just a heavy ball from Garay looking for Morris and Zimla. Read it well, the Louisville goalkeeper off of his line and just brought the ball under his feet there. Great idea from Loudon United. The ball just wasn't quite pinpoint perfect absolutely i mean credit to Loudon. it's clear that they've watched their game take they're uh, they're they're taking a lot of long shots over the louisville city line taking advantage of louisville's desire to press and they're creating a lot of opportunities that way so what's going to be interesting to see how louisville city adjusts zero zero remains the score as we near 9 30 local time at lynn family stadium you're listening to our coverage here on espn 680 and 105.7 of louisville city against Loudon united and eastern conference potential playoff preview the way this 
standings is shaking out right now in the Eastern Conference. Louisville entering the game in fifth place. Loudon entering the game in eighth place. Louisville gives the ball away here. Sean Tosh was just trying to play it forward on the ground. Easily read by Loudon United. And the team in red on the road here tonight at Lynn Family Stadium takes over. Zane the left back. Ball forward on the ground from him. Cut out by Jimenez. Pop up in the air to Elijah Winder. Here comes Louisville City. Tellison wide right. Tried to ping it forward for Elijah Winder to chase. It was blocked out by a Loudon United defender. It's a Louisville City throw on the far side there left in the attacking half. In from Jimenez to Gibson. Back wide right to Jimenez. Drops it off backward to Sean Tosh. Into the middle of Cave. Further backward to Tosh. He drifting, drifting back toward his own penalty area. And he drops it off further backward to Oliver Zimla, playing about 20 yards out of his box. Zimla to the left center back, Wes Sharpie. Sharpie dribbling forward, past midfield, plays it on the ground to the left side, Amadou Dia. Dia clips in a ball toward Lancaster at the top of the box, easily read and cut out by Learman. He touches it forward to Landry, and here comes Loudon United into the middle to Gray. Gray forward to Morris. Just to the left of the center circle as the purple jerseys drop back defensively. Morris across midfield, plays it wide left to Zane, now to Gray. Still just at the midfield stripe, forward to now Hopkins has it with space. Here comes Jackson Hopkins. He'll shoot again. This time it's blocked by Wes Sharpie, the defender who was drifting backward just in front of Hopkins. It's out for a Loudon United throw on the near side of the Loudon United right. But Jackson, Jackson Hopkins tonight, Benton, has had a number of opportunities in that middle of the field where he's gotten the ball and been able to turn and dribble toward the Louisville City goal by about 10 or 15 yards. And a couple of times he's called his own number and had a shot from distance. Yeah, and they need to shut him down sooner. I mean, it's pretty clear he's not afraid to take their shot from distance. And all it takes is one to get by you. Throw comes into Hopkins, and he's fouled. Whistle goes. Mushagalusa commits the foul, and Jackson Hopkins draws it. A 19-year-old out of Fredericksburg, Virginia. He's played 26 times for D.C. United and five times this season for the Major League Club. And he is on loan technically to Loudoun United. No longer a reserve team, but the relationship between those two still there. Hopkins a very talented player, and he draws this foul. This free kick for Loudoun United coming up. On the inside right, about 20 yards past midfield, maybe 10 yards infield from the near sideline. It'll be Santos to take it with six or seven red shirts to aim at in the box right now. Everybody forward except for the goalkeeper who's standing at the midfield stripe. Landry about 10 yards past midfield and Santos. Here's Santos's free kick into the penalty area on the far side over the head of Elijah Winder and a foul as Winder was shoved from behind when he went up for that header. Foul against Loudoun United and a fifth third free kick here to Louisville City to get them out of trouble. It'll come in their defensive box just to the right side of it near that top right corner. Tosh takes that fifth third free kick on the ground backward to Oliver Zimla and Louisville City will build out of the back here. 24 minutes gone by, 0-0 the score. What'd you think of that uh, free kick there for Loudoun United, Benton? I was holding my breath. It was a really dangerous opportunity they created. Louisville City got bailed out. Louisville City ball forward on the near sideline. Dia playing it on the ground looking for Mushagalusa who had the best of his defender, but the defender Knocked the ball out of play. It's out for a throw. Dia down the near sideline for Mushagalusa once again from the throw. He's down near the corner flag. Mushagalusa trying to dribble in against his defender. Landry comes over as the second defender, knocks it aside, and it's out of bounds once again. A throw for Louisville City on the near side there left. Deep in the attacking end for the boys in purple in the attacking final third here. Dia will take the throw once again. It's been an even game, but if there's been a favorite so far, I'd say it was Loudon. They've probably been the better of the two teams, but Louisville has had a couple of really good chances. I hate to admit it, but you're right. They've been looking like the better team. Louisville City needs to step it up. Dia will take a long throw here. 
couple of yards run up into the box to Elijah Winder. Tried to flick on his header. It's loose in the box. Lancaster tries to flick it up over his shoulder with his right foot. Didn't make great contact. And the goalkeeper, Jackman, scrambling off of his line to collect the ball out of the air. Fell a little bit kindly to Cameron Lancaster there. Just couldn't make great contact as he tried to scoop the shot over his shoulder. Hey, I'm not going to doubt him for that effort. Louisville wins the ball from a turnover here as uh, Loudon came forward. McCabe through to Lancaster to the right side of the box. He's going to cross the ball. Driven cross into the six-yard box. And Jackman, the goalkeeper, dives forward to claim it. It was a great idea and a great ball from Lancaster. Hit it really hard, low on the ground. McCabe was making a run at the near post. Just about a yard or two in front of him, the goalkeeper had it red. Here's a foul against Louisville City. As Loudon was trying to build out of the back, West Sharpie called for the foul. And it'll give its... Williamson, who drew the foul for Loudon United, will give them a free kick about eight yards shy of midfield on the inside right. I disagree. Let the boys play. It's a physical game. Santos takes the free kick just past, actually just now on the 26-minute mark in this first half. 0-0 still the score, but it has been thoroughly entertaining, I'll say, so far. Chances for both teams and the visitors. Very game for this opportunity tonight. Loudon United coming in with a record of 6-12-1. Just one tie out of... 19 games for them so far this year. So their games have been decisive, to say the least. That's all gas, no breaks, baby. That's right. They've got the ball here with Hopkins on the inside right. Does really well. Flicks it up over the shoulder of Amadou Dia. Brings it down with his chest. Plays it forward to Williamson. And Williamson with the opposite kind of touch to what Hopkins had. Not nearly as delicate as he just had a heavy touch. It goes off of his foot and out for a Louisville City throw to end the threat for Loudoun United. The throw will come on the near side, the left, for Louisville City in their defensive half. Deep in their defensive final third, Dia will take this throw once again. Yeah, sloppy touch. That's the kind of touch I make. Not a professional footballer. Dia with the ball over his head. Standing on the near sideline looking for some options. Loudon United with 57% possession. Five shots for them, two on target. Louisville City with five shots as well. One on target according to the official stat keepers. Throw comes into Lancaster. He does really well. Plays it off to Mushigalusa. Here comes Louisville City on a potential break. Oscar Jimenez across midfield. Streaming forward is Louisville City. Through to Tellefson. Couldn't bring the ball down. Learman brings it down for Loudon United. And then Tellefson clips him down. It's a foul against Tellefson of Louisville City and a free kick to Loudon United here just at the top of their penalty area. It was a great looking move. First of all, the hold-up play from Lancaster was really good. Mushigalusa came on to it. Louisville was coming forward with numbers, but that ball to the feet of Tellefson, he just couldn't bring it under control, and then he committed the foul. I thought the ref was pointing out the yellow card there. He got away with one. So a free kick to Loudon United just outside of their box here. It's back to Jackman, the goalkeeper. Now Learman. On the inside right, wide right to Santos. On the near side line, Mushigalusa up for pressure. Inside right is Landry. Back to Santos, running past Mushigalusa at midfield. He tried to play a ball forward. Matiti blocked it out. It's going to be a throw to Loudon at midfield. Santos will take it. Back to Giannis Learman. The Frenchman plays a ball in the air to the far side. To the left back, Zane. Zane, a ball forward on the ground. Back to him now, Zane. To Turner, the left center back. Turner, some pressure from Lancaster. Goes back to Jackman. Jackman to Learman as Loudon United builds out of the back. Still in their defensive half here. Drifting toward their own goal. McCabe up for pressure as Learman still has the ball. Plays it into the middle to Turner. Under pressure from Tellefson. Forward to Landry. First time ball back to Santos on the near sideline. 
Actually, I beg your pardon. That's Gray. Here's Santos. He plays it forward to Jackson Hopkins. Turned nicely. Now Ryan. They're in the attacking half just a couple yards past midfield. Backward in the defensive half to Landry. Plays it out of pressure. Ball in the air to the far sideline. Zane, decent looking possession here for Loudoun United. Zane forward to Williamson. Defended by Tosh on the far sideline. Williamson turns Tosh. Dribbling into the penalty area. Here's Tommy Williamson for Loudoun United on his left foot on the inline. Comes in. It's blocked by Zimla. Still loose in the box. Tosh's header puts it out of the area on the far side. Williamson has it. And Loudoun United can continue here. Zane on the far sideline. Left-footed cross. Popped up as it gets into the penalty area by Tosh. And Tosh's clearance finally goes past the far sideline. It's out for a Loudoun throw. Hey, no uh, no signs of a substitute yet, but I do see Ray Serrano and Carlos Mogul talking on the sidelines with the staff with their warm-up jerseys off. So it's possible we might see an early adjustment here from Louisville City. Louisville does win the ball back from the throw, though. Elijah Winder has the ball under some pressure. Turns and plays it long into the attacking half. Lancaster ahead full of steam giving chase. But Jackman... The goalkeeper read it well, came out of his box to the left side and cleared it away just in front of the feet of number 17 for Louisville. It's out for a Louisville throw, though, from that clearance. On the far side, the Louisville right, two or three yards shy of midfield. It'll be Oscar Jimenez to take it. But to your point, Benton, feels like Louisville needs to adjust a little bit here because Loudon has been very dangerous. Yeah, normally you don't make a substitution in the first half, but it's clear that Danny sees something wrong and wants to fix that. So I'm very curious who's going to be coming out if we're going to see a full-on formation shift. A lot, of, a lot of questions racing through my head right now. Yeah, Louisville with the ball along the back line. And to your point, both Mogel and Serrano yeah, receiving in. instructions from Simon Bird, the assistant coach here. So Danny Cruz, 30 minutes into this game, exactly in a 0-0 game, clearly does not like what he's seen so far. He's going to make two first-half substitutions. Louisville with the ball before those subs come in, though. They've got it with Dia. Now the left center back, Sharpie, in the defensive half. Just uh, walking the ball into the middle of the field. Winder dropping deep. He has it now. A heavy touch, though, from Winder. Gives it to Loudoun United. Here's Hopkins just to the right of the center circle. Ball through and a decent one to the far side. Here's Morris working into the penalty area. Morris on his less preferred right foot. Couldn't get the pass right. Looking for Williamson. Cleared away by Gibson. Still, though, with Loudoun United on the far side with Zane. That was a really dangerous opportunity for Morris. He was in behind in space. Yeah, it's getting scary. they got to get these uh, substitutes in. I'm trying to think through what's going to happen here. Maybe going to, uh, uh, to a back three, midfield five, put uh, both Ray and uh, Carlos in the midfield. Maybe Oscar comes off and, uh, and one of the midfielders. Very, <laughs> very invested in what's going to happen here. Giannis Learman making a great run forward down the middle. The center back for Loudoun United. And he's clipped behind by Cameron Lancaster who tracked him the entire way. And it's going to be a free kick here on the foul to Loudoun United in a promising position. It's in the middle of the field, about 35 yards away from goal. So not an opportunity to put the ball on frame. But they can certainly clip a ball into the box here. But more to the point, Learman once again with a very dangerous run down the middle and Louisville having to commit the foul to thwart the opportunity and end the threat. And now we will have those two substitutions that we've been speaking about. In the 32nd minute, Danny Cruz, Louisville City's head coach, very obviously unhappy with what he's seen so far. Oh, wow. It's going to be Ray Serrano coming on in place of Rasmus Tellefson and Carlos Mogel Jr. coming on in place of Tyler Gibson. So no back no back three. Interesting move here. Tyler's usually always in the line. And Rasmus, too, they've been very consistent. Yeah, Coach Cruz very obviously unhappy with there. I know Tyler had some nervy touches early on. He sure did. Those two substitutions, Mogel for Gibson and Serrano for Tellefson, brought to you by Fortna. Have to think that those two players are frustrated with themselves as well you'd never want to be pulled off 30 minutes into a game i was about to say yeah there's never a good scenario coming off 30 minutes in we're in the 33rd minute here officially this free kick coming up for loudon it's going to be morris standing over it jake morris left-footed player 
Again, about 35 yards from goal in the dead middle of the field. Morris approaches. He'll drive it towards goal, and it was bending for the top corner, but it was ultimately over the bar. And it bounces off the wall behind Oliver Zimla's goal. Jake Morris had his eyes for the headlines there. Tried to hit it from 35 yards. It had a good sheet to it, that ball. But ultimately, from that distance, it's always going to be an uphill battle to try and test a goalkeeper. And he didn't test Oliver Zimmel there. It's a goal kick. You think he's got a bet who can make it on Center top 10 first? He was trying. He certainly was. If that went in, it, it would be top 10 worthy for sure. 33rd minute here. 0-0 still the score. Dia, a ball forward down the near sideline for Louisville. Ford Mushagalusa headed away by Santos. It's up for Louisville throw on the near side. The Louisville left well into the attacking half. Close to the attacking final third. Throw from Dia into Mushigalusa in the box. He had a clever run. Here's Mushigalusa. His shot is blocked behind. It'll be a Vi-Fi corner for Louisville City. That was a really clever run, I thought, Benton, from Mushigalusa. Just sort of spun his defender, and then Dia just lobbed it over everyone's head into the box, and Mushigalusa went on to it, had the shot. It's a corner. Yeah, I love, love the creation there. They're seeming to have a lot of success down, um, down Louisville City's left-hand side of the flank. In the Wi-Fi corner, coming from the near side, the right. It'll be Niall McCabe to take it for Louisville City. It'll be an in-swinger off of his right foot. Louisville's first Wi-Fi corner of the night. The crowd raising the noise level. Here comes the corner. They played on the ground. McCabe to Jimenez. Back to McCabe. Now here comes his cross. It's in towards the near post. It's loose in front of goal. And somehow it doesn't go in. It's wide. It was Sharpie who had the final opportunity in the six-yard box. And he just couldn't get it on target. He was unmarked with an open net in front of him. And it glances off of his foot and is wide for a goal kick. A terrific ball in from McCabe. A searching ball in. Bending towards goal. It bounced off the ground. The goalkeeper, Jackman, saved it. And then it fell right to Sharpie. And somehow, with an open net in front of him, Benton, he couldn't put it away. Oh, man. Props to the goalkeeper for making that initial save. But that second miss, I mean, that's the kind that's going to put some gray hairs on Coach Danny Cruz's head. No kidding. An absolute dream spot for West Sharpie. It's a little bit awkward the way it bounced to him. Couldn't really hit it cleanly as he was sort of falling down while he tried to direct it on goal, but the goal was wide open after the goalkeeper had already made the initial save. Goal kick sent past midfield. Louisville City wins it. Lancaster comes from an offside position to touch the ball back, and that will give Loudoun United a free kick here. Louisville City had won the ball. They played it first time to the top of the formation. Their center forward, Cameron Lancaster, and he just stepped onside after the ball had been played. A frustrating one to see the flag go up on, but it's a free kick allowed. Hey, they seem to have a little little fresh breath of uh, life after these substitutions. Loudon with the ball now. Ten minutes to go in the first half plus stoppage time. Zane, the left back, plays it forward on the ground to Williamson outside of the box with Tosh on his back. Tommy Williamson still with Tosh. He dribbles in toward the inline. Serrano comes over as a second defender. Tosh sticks out a leg as Williamson tried to go past him. It falls to Serrano, and he sends it long forward. Turner, the first place player there. He headed it forward, headed back his way by Winder. Knocked down by Learman, and Landry picks it up on the ground, and Loudon continues. Here's Turner dribbling into the attacking half from midfield. Forward, touched back to him by Morris. Turner, wide left, puts in a cross. Knocked away by Tosh. Deep near the corner flag, Jimenez trying to clear it upfield. He does on the ground. It falls to Elijah Winder, defended by Landry. Landry takes it away, and Louisville can't get out of their own half here. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're struggling here. I mean, Loudon, they don't, they're, they're, they're not finding answers for the Loudon attack. And, well, and I'm, I'm afraid that they're going to end during the halftime with the deficit. I'm, I'm hoping they can hang on. Loudon has been dynamic. They win a throw here as Mushigalusa had a sliding challenge and a good one to knock it out for a throw. Comes in from Santos towards Ryan. Back to Santos. Mushigalusa defending. He wins the ball. Here's Matiti coming forward on the left side. Past midfield. He's knocked down to the ground. It's a foul. Landry commits the foul. Matiti 
claiming that it should be a card. He's in the referee's face, as is Jackson Hopkins. you got to be careful. You don't want to get a card for arguing. It's just so useless to do that. It is going to be a fifth-third free kick just a couple of yards past midfield. On the near side, the left for Louisville City. Again, the score 0-0 in the 37th minute here. Eight minutes to go plus stoppage time in the first half. Dia takes the fifth-third free kick on the ground, backward in the defensive half to Sharpie across to the inside right, to the right center back, Tosh. Back to Zimla, who's playing out of his box. Touches it back with his left foot to Tosh. Drifting toward the far sideline. On the ground, forward to Serrano, the substitute. Serrano turns and spins on Morris. Gets into the attacking half. Had a heavy touch. It's knocked away by a Loudon player. It's going towards the Loudon box here. And Learman, the player back forward. He plays it back to Jackman, the goalkeeper, under some pressure. Sends it long. Headed down by Dia near midfield. It falls to Landry of Loudon United. Good ball from him from the center circle to wide left. Here comes Loudon United forward with Morris. Moving into the attacking half toward the Louisville box. Zane the left back on the far sideline in the final third. Morris inside left back wide left to Zane. Jimenez there for defensive presence for Louisville City. Back along the back line is Turner now into the center circle. Learman with it just to the right of it as he dribbles forward into the attacking half. Wide right forward to Santos. Going to put a ball into the box. A good one towards the penalty spot. Williamson made the run, headed away by him toward the near sideline. Sharpie was there doing the defensive work for Louisville City. Mushigalusa keeps it in play, and he's shoved down from behind. Santos with two hands into the back of Mushigalusa gives Louisville City a fifth-third free kick in their defensive final third. They take it on the ground quickly. Nearing the 39-minute mark, it's Sharpie bringing the ball out of the Louisville box. On the ground, across to the right side to Tosh. Continuing to walk forward with the ball. Into the middle of the field, Carlos Mogel Jr., his first touch since coming on as a substitute. Back to Tosh, swings it across to Sharpie. Sharpie with space to dribble forward. Here he comes, across midfield. Plays it on the ground to Mushigalusa on the near sideline. Through to Dia, who took up the inside left channel. Dia just outside of the box, but the flag goes up against Amadou. And it's going to be a free kick here to Loudoun United in their defensive final third just outside of their box. We were talking pregame about Louisville's offensive woes, and they seem to have not rectified themselves yet. Loudoun has a very porous defense, but we're not seeing to take advantage of that. I will say, we talk about expected goals on Soccer City quite a bit. Right now, Louisville City technically with an advantage in expected goals, albeit neither team expected to have a goal so far. Louisville City with .6 to Loudoun United's .24. I don't think that earns any points on the table, though, so I want to see one actually in the net. Ball sent forward from Loudoun United. The offside flag goes up against them on that long ball. It'll give Louisville City a fifth-third free kick just on the near side the left. Near midfield, they put it on the ground from the fifth-third free kick. Dia to Sharpie, back to Dia, back to Sharpie. Under some pressure was Dia from Hopkins. Sharpie with time and space. He comes forward, drives his right foot through it, sends it in the air down the near sideline. Mushigalusa giving chase. Can he keep it in play? He does. Uh, but he's offside. Had a rash of offsides here in the last couple of moments against both teams. And Mushigalusa there called for being offside. So it gives a free kick to Loudon in a similar position to one they had just a moment ago, just outside of their box in their defensive half toward the near sideline. Need a little more patience here. Seeing that flag raise, that's always a false hope for the fans. We don't like to see that. Well, it just seems for a moment there that the two back lines had really scrunched together. The game was was very uh, compact in the middle of the field. Yeah, we got a lot of space on this pitch. Let's use it. Almost like both teams were playing an offside trap against each other for a couple of minutes there. Jackman sends everybody forward. The goalkeeper is going to take this free kick for Loudoun United. Sends it long down the middle. Mushigalusa header. Dia a header. I beg your pardon. Uh, that was Mogel with the header. Dia a header. Now Dia finally clears it away under pressure from Landry. Sent it into the seats. 
It's out for a Loudon United throw on the near side. The Loudon right in there attacking half the Louisville defensive half. Four and a half minutes to go in the first half of a very entertaining game. A very even game between these two teams. Chances for either side, but still no score. at 0-0. Throw comes into Williamson. Deep near the corner flag with two purple jerseys on him. And Williamson able to win a throw for his team. Mushigalusa and Dia doing the defensive work there for Louisville City. But it's a Loudon throw deep in their attacking final third. Just a couple of yards shy of the corner flag. And an opportunity for the visitors tonight to work a long throw routine. Santos will take the throw. High into the air, towards the six-yard box. Headed out by Carlos Mogel. It's bouncing in the middle of the field. It'll fall to Ray Serrano. Touches past one defender. Serrano trying to go forward. Turner, though, stepping up for Loudoun United to knock it away and keep it with the team in red. Morris with a couple of spins in the midfield to keep possession. Back to Zane, drifting drifting toward his own goal here. They're across midfield into the Loudoun defensive half. Gives it up to Landry. Turns under pressure from Lancaster and plays it all the way back to the goalkeeper. Jackman and Loudoun will build out of the back here. To Loudon. Learman, the right center back, and he swings it over to Turner. Loudon is controlling and frustrating. You have to imagine this is their game plan. They're going to go into the locker room the happier the two sides if things hold up. Loudon still with a 57% possession advantage in this game. They have, to me anyway, Benton, you may disagree, they've dictated the terms, I think, the way this game has been played. They've dictated the pace and the style of play has been to their liking, I would say, the visitors tonight. Oh, completely, completely. And it's rare that Louisville City loses the possession battle. To see it at this large of a margin is very odd. I mean, it's it's going to be uncomfortable talk in the Louisville City ha- um, locker room. I mean, Danny Cruz already making two substitutions in the first half, 30 minutes into the game. So clearly he is not enjoying how this first half is going so far against a less heralded team just above the playoff cut line entering the weekend's action. Still with Loudon United the ball. Got it with Jackman, the goalkeeper. He's standing in the D of his penalty area. Plays it on the ground to the right center back, Learman. Learman, a ball forward in the air down the inside right channel. Well read by Wes Sharpie, who heads it down to Amadou Dia. And here comes Louisville City. Dia across midfield into the attacking half. Still he goes on with the ball. Plays it on the ground on the inside left channel to Mushigalusa. And a sliding challenge and a terrific one from Learman. Denies Mushigalusa the opportunity to get into the penalty area. It's out for Louisville City. Throw on the near side the left. In from Dia. Quickly to Mogel. Back toward midfield is Wes Sharpie, the left center back, dribbling in toward the center circle. Instead turns and plays it back wide left to Mogel. On the ground forward on the near sideline, Mushigalusa. Mushigalusa crossing towards the penalty spot. Knocked away by Learman, still loose in the box. And Zane has to clear it forward with his left foot. That clearance goes all the way past midfield into the Louisville defensive half where it's retrieved by Oscar Jimenez. And Louisville can continue this possession with two minutes to go, plus stoppage time in the first half in a scoreless game. I, lo- I love that creation by Amadou Dia before his vision to get that ball to Matiti. No more of that, please. They've shown a good relationship tonight in this game, I think, along that left side. Sharpie cross midfield into the attacking half. Dia playing it through to Mushigalusa once again. Well read this time by Santos. He intercepts for Loud United. Spinning against pressure from Mushigalusa. Goes backward to Jackman, the goalkeeper. Sends it long in the air toward midfield. Flicked on header from Sharpie back into the defensive half where Tosh has to hit it high into the air and is under some pressure. And then a foul on the end of the ball on the near sideline as McCabe clashes in to Landry. And Landry a, draws the foul. Make a pretty good linebacker with some of those low in the shoulder hits. Well, and Landry and McCabe, if I'm not mistaken, had a big collision on the other end of the field earlier in the game as well with yep. McCabe on the end of it. So perhaps he's just returning the favor. Foul goes against McCabe. Free kick to Loudon United. They swing it from right to left and then back into the middle and backward now to the goalkeeper, Jackman, just to the right of the D of his penalty area. Long ball from him looking for Williamson. Dia wins the header. 
In the middle of the field in the center circle is Mokel. Forward to Winder, still in the center circle in defensive half. Winder nearly gives it away, is able to recover and win the ball back, though. He touches it backward to Mokel, and Louisville still with possession. Mokel wide left now to Dia in the defensive half, just past, just short of midfield. Long ball down the near sideline. McCabe giving chase. Can he get to it on the end line? Rather than try and keep it in play, he just plays it wide left for a Loudon United throw to keep it on this end of the field. It's going to be in the Loudon defensive final third. Crafty play by the veteran there to not allow the, the long kick. Just a very wise and heady play, as you mentioned, by the veteran. Here's Cameron Lancaster. Going to take aim from 20 yards, the curler. And it was a good effort, but a comfortable save by Jackman in the end. The ball just fell to Lancaster toward the left side of the penalty box at the top of it from Louisville City's perspective. He spun on his right foot, tried to aim for that top corner on the curler, didn't have quite enough curl, and Jackman able to make a save, just a comfortable catch in front of his face. Here's a foul against Loudon in the Louisville defensive half as Mogel goes down, and Ryan called for the foul. We moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee is at a minimum of one minute to this first half. Ball forward from Louisville City looking for Winder in the box. He can't catch up to it. Jackman clears it away. That Clearance will bounce past midfield, and Morris had Tosh beat on the shoulder, but the flag goes up, and thankfully for Louisville City it does because Morris, Jake Morris, just he was lingering right behind Sean Tosh. I'm not sure Tosh knew he was there. Tosh let the ball bounce over his shoulder, and Morris would have been in had the flag not gone up. You're playing at the very fine line, pressing up that high. Crossed from Mushagluser from the left side, looking to the back post. Zane heads it high into the air. Jackman makes the catch on the inline and goes to the ground as Louisville City trying to reply quickly after the offside flag we gave them a fifth third free kick. Jackman, though, falling to the ground to take a little bit of the sting out of the game and perhaps see this first half, which is 0-0 into halftime. Still the goalkeeper has it as he bounces it a couple of times in front of him. All the players in red well forward. Jackman punts it down the middle, and the referee does blow his whistle to end the first half. A highly entertaining first half, a back-and-forth first half, and perhaps a first half that favors the visitors tonight. But we go to the halftime locker room break 0-0 at Lynn Family Stadium. Do stick around. The Breeze Airways halftime report is coming up next. Again, the score at the break, Louisville City 0, Loudoun United 0. You're listening to our coverage here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. I'm Detective Brian Gillis with the Louisville Metro Police Department. And I'm Detective Watkins of the Louisville Metro Police Traffic Unit. Responding to crashes involving deaths or injuries is the toughest part of our job. When you drive, there's so much out of your control. What you do have control over is wearing a seatbelt. Less than two seconds, that's all the time it takes to buckle up. Why do we enforce seatbelt laws? It's not about writing tickets. It's about saving lives. Please always buckle up. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. 
Hey, you think we need any more seltzers? We could probably use some more. Hey, Eddie, get some more seltzers, too. Before you head out for that summer fling, stop by Cox's Spirit Shop to pick up all your party supplies. We've got all your favorite cooler beverages from cold craft beers, hard seltzers, and lots of pre-mixed party cocktails. When you can only make one stop, you know where to go. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. It's Paolo Del Piccolo, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. It's the Louisville City FC Halftime Report, right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. This halftime report brought to you by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way. Our score at the break, Louisville City 0, Loudoun United 0. Benton Newman is alongside me, Jeff Milby, Spencer Brown, our producer back in the ESPN Louisville studios. A very entertaining first half. Chances for both teams, back and forth play, but a lot of cause for concern for Louisville City, and that was evidenced, Benton, by the two changes that Danny Cruz made just 30 minutes into the game. How often do you see a coach make substitutions in the first half by choice, not because of an injury or some extraneous situation? He did this by choice. Tyler Gibson and Rasmus Tellefson pulled off in place of Ray Serrano and Carlos Mogel Jr. That, I think, speaks volumes about what Danny Cruz thought of that first-half performance from his team. Oh, absolutely. Like you said before, very rare for something like that to happen, let alone two guys who have been regular staples in this lineup, a lineup that has seen a lot of changes throughout the season. I mean, very strange, but, I mean, credit to Coach Cruz for not being uh, hesitant to make make any necessary adjustments something clearly wasn't right they were getting the better of us and after substitutions it think it evened out a little bit more but still we're not we're not the driver's seat like we should be and a point that that you made when those subs were coming on we thought do we see a formation change what do we and it's not a formation change it was just a straight like for like substitution with serrano lining up as a right winger with uh Mogel lining up in that defensive number six midfield position so clearly Cruz unhappy specifically with performances from Tellefson and Gibson and we, you and I spotted Gibson early in the game with three or four really poor balls poor passes uh, very unlike him uh, yeah I'm the captain of the Tyler Gibson fan club and uh, tonight was not uh, our club's finest moments I mean he's like I said consistent that's what he is you know exactly what you're going to get from him game in and game out but this one some nervy touches and just not exactly the same sort of player we're used to seeing the numbers, though, when you look at the stat sheet, are fairly even between the two teams. We mentioned the possession advantage a couple of times in the first half. Loudoun United dictated play, and they finished the first half with a 55% possession number. They generated six shots out of that possession, two of them on target, including one early in the first half from Zach Ryan, I believe, that had Zimla at full extension diving to his left to push it past the post. Uh, that really the best opportunity of the first half for Loudoun United. Louisville City, despite only having 45% possession, outshot Loudoun United in the first half with seven to Loudoun six and had more shots on target as well with three shots on target to Loudoun's two. Maybe the biggest chance was not a sh- uh, shot on target for Louisville City. I'm thinking of that opportunity for Elijah Winder where his hustle and his anticipation saw him win the ball along the back, had a one-on-one opportunity with the keeper and just couldn't put it on target. To be to be a neutral for this game it's been very entertaining very even but given the circumstances you mentioned it this is Latin United we're talking about here a former reserve team of DC United a team that has 
really never had any success in this league against Louisville City, the big proud club, the biggest club in the in the league, you could say, I think rightfully. And the game not really playing out to those expectations. It's been more even than I think Louisville City fans would like and clearly more even than Danny Cruz would have liked. And that's the problem with this even stat line here. We are Louisville City. We, we, are, we are the top dogs, and right now we're not showing it. Loudon is punching up. They are not afraid of us, and they've came out the gates hot. They're ready to play. They're taking shots from a distance like from the get-go. That, that shouldn't be happening. And there are also a number of moments of concern for Louisville City where a Loudon player ran right through the Louisville defensive formation. A couple of times Jackson Hopkins running right down the middle. Maybe that plays into the decision-making of taking Tyler Gibson out of the game as well because three different occasions, to my memory, Jackson Hopkins, the very talented, arguably the most talented player in this roster for Loudoun United, a player who's played a number of times with D.C. over the last couple of seasons in Major League Soccer, ran unchecked about 20 yards down the middle of the field. Just one example of, of the causes for concern in the first half. If you're Danny Cruz... What do you think the locker room message is? Is this about intensity? Is it about focus? What what do you think it is? Uh, A Twitter user reported uh, that Coach Cruz has been yelling tempo a lot on the sidelines. Mm. So it seems to be an element that he's not happy with. But, um, you know, I think it's going back to their film and what they know about Loudon. Loudon clearly did their homework. They're exposing the right things about Louisville City. Louisville City is going out there and doing kind of what we would expect them to do. And so I think they're going to need to shake it up a little bit, understand what their their assignments are, who they're marking, who's going to be marking them, and, and, and try to to exploit the weaknesses in their team because Loudon's doing a better job of that right now. I love the crowdsourcing sideline reports from the fans putting out on Twitter that he's saying tempo. I love it. Adds adds a level of detail that we just don't have. Always doing my research, whether it's Twitter or threads. (laughs) We've got too many social media apps i got to keep track of now. exactly right. 0-0, our score of this game at halftime on this Breeze Airways halftime report. We'll step aside. When we come back, We'll chat about what happened last night with Racing Louisville. They were victorious here at home in their final regular season game before a brief summer break and then a few games in the Challenge Cup. So a huge win for Racing Louisville as they continue to push towards the playoffs. We'll chat about that game when we return after this break. Again, it's the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. It is scoreless between Louisville City and Loudoun United here at Lynn Family Stadium. You're listening to us here on ESPN Louisville. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG and E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. At Holiday World and Splash and Safari, sometimes free takes a little convincing, especially with dads. Free parking? That's how they get you. They're just naturally suspicious of free stuff. Free soft drinks! Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's how they get you. But after a day of fun on the world's longest water coasters and our 400 drone light show, dads come around. At Holiday World, we get you. We're just not out to get you. That's why there's... Get tickets at HolidayWorld.com. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. 
daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. Louisville City fans, this is Danny Cruz. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680, 1057, and the ESPN Louisville app. Welcome back to the Breeze Airways Halftime Report. Breeze Airways, nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way. A reminder that when Louisville City wins, you win. This season, Lou City has partnered with Wendy's to give you a free small Frosty. If the boys in purple win, no purchase necessary. The offer is valid the day following a victory. You can head to any participating Louisville area Wendy's location to redeem. So if Louisville City is able to come out of the second half victorious, a free Frosty comes your way tomorrow. Last night, Racing Louisville was able to come out of here victorious. 2-1 to one was the final score against the Kansas City Current, a team that Racing clearly has the number of right now. And this was a huge win, Benton Newman, because of where it falls in the season. The final regular season game before they go on a week-long mid-season break and before three straight Challenge Cup games for this team. And by virtue of that victory, Racing Louisville now just one point out of the playoffs. They were in seventh place, a point back of San Diego, who sits in sixth. First off, Racing, thank you very much for the Frosty. Much appreciated. But on a better note, I was feeling very down on the team after the um, the, the dropped win against the OL Rain. right? We were up 2 nothing and blowing that in the, in the 80th minute. It was very devastating. But to have the show that play that they had last night against Kansas City, they were in the driver's seat from the get-go, and they fought some early adversity. A very awkward penalty call situation, not faulting the official on that one, just a weird situation, the handball called, um, you know, free goal for Kansas City. And then to have a goal disallowed, which, you know, I don't know, you know, kind of <laughs> look at the tape on that one again. Yeah. They called it back, but they battled through all that adversity, and at no point did they look like they were giving up. Proud of the heart of this team. My confidence is restored. It was a very important three points there in there. Racing Louisville next in action in a couple of weeks on July 21st against the Chicago Red Stars in the Challenge Cup. And just to point something out, if they were able to win those three games in which they blew a a two-goal lead, if you give them those six points from those three games, they'd be tied for second place right now in the NWSL Racing Louisville. So that just shows the quality of the team, but they've not been able to get those victories that they needed. They got one last night, though. Let's step aside. When we come back, the start of the second half, Louisville City against Loudoun United. Louisville looking for a little bit of a spark. It's 0-0 at Lynn Family Stadium. I'm Lieutenant Matt Keller. And I am Officer Amber Ross with Louisville Metro Police Department. When working traffic in Jefferson County, responding to crashes involving deaths or injuries is the toughest part of our job. When you drive, there's so much out of your control. But what you do have control over is wearing a seatbelt. Less than two seconds. That's all the time it takes to buckle up. Why do we enforce seatbelt laws? It's not about writing tickets. It's about saving lives. Please always buckle up. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. We are in the thick of summer, and with the hottest days of the year ahead, you're about to find out how strong your cooling system is. And if you find out that it's not ready for the long summer, then call DFH Company, 968-6222. Right now, when you buy a complete train HVAC system, receive 18-month special financing and a 10-year parts and labor warranty. 
It's hard to stop a train, so call DFH 968-6222 or look them up online at dfhcompany.com. Visit dfhcompany.com for complete program eligibility, dates, details, and restrictions. Subject to credit approval. Louder than life, September 21st through the 24th in Louisville with Food Fighters. Green Day. Tool. Avenged Sevenfold. Godsmack. Bizkit, Pantera, Queens of the Stone Age, Weezer, Megadeth, Turnstile, and many more. Get your passes on sale now at LouderThanLifeFestival.com. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Louisville City fans, this is Oscar Jimenez. Tune into Soccer City at 6 p.m. each Thursday on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app to hear exclusive conversations with players just like me. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium in Butchertown in Louisville, Kentucky. The two teams back out on the field to start the second half. We will switch ends. Louisville City moving from left to right in the second half as we watch the game. Loudoun United, the visitors this evening, moving from right to left. Changes for both teams at halftime for Louisville City. Manny Perez comes in to replace Oscar Jimenez at right back. And it is also a defensive substitution for Loudoun United as Daniel, Daniel Chica comes in at center back to replace Cole Turner. So both of those substitutions for both Louisville City and Loudoun United brought to you by Fortna. Louisville had played the ball forward. It now goes past the in line. It's a goal kick to Loudoun United 38 seconds into the second half. Loudon trying to build out of the back. They have it on the far sideline with Jackson Hopkins battling with Niall McCabe. Hopkins goes right through the back of McCabe. McCabe goes to the ground, and it is a foul as the whistle blows from John Mato. Our referee tonight will give a fifth third free kick to Louisville City in the attacking half on the left side about 20 yards past midfield. So here's a fun fact where you talk about flipping sides of the field. I've been, for whatever reason, keeping track of goals by end. I know it has no consequence whatsoever. I love it. But there is five more goals been scored at the stop and win the direction that Louisville City is now going so statistically for whatever it's worth maybe a little higher chance is that for both teams in games or just Louisville City in games? I'm just counting Louisville City and their goal Got scoring it. I don't care what the opponent does very interesting so they score more goals in front of the supporters section of fans in the East Open Land. Fifth third free kick. It's going to be McCabe to, to take it off his right foot in towards the box towards Elijah yeah. Winder and his header just bounces wide of Jackman's left post in behind for a goal kick to Loudoun United. A good service there once again from Niall McCabe. His quality has been on display since he's returned from injury over the last couple of weeks. Put in a great ball there high into the air towards the back post from his perspective on the far side. The left for Louisville City. Elijah Winder was the target. Got to the ball. Headed it down onto the turf. Just couldn't get it on target and likely it would have been covered by the goalkeeper anyway had it been on target. Elijah's been a real danger for Loudoun. They got to make sure they mark him a little bit tighter before we have the goal kick a brief pause here as a Loudon United player is down injured 
And looks like he's right now just tying his shoe. So Some uh, early time wasting. <laughs> so a brief moment of stoppage. That was Learman, Giannis Learman, the right center back. His shoe now tied. He's back to his feet. And we will have this goal kick coming up for Loudoun United. Jackman, the goalkeeper, sending everybody forward again. A young player, just 22 years of age, out of Penn in the Ivy League. In his second year as a professional, here comes the goal kick from him. In the air into the center circle. No one there in red. It falls to the feet of Niall McCabe. Here he comes forward. Into the middle of Cameron Lancaster. Can't control it. Morris there defensively for Loudon. Hit it into the air. It's a battle of possession on the near sideline. And Loudon comes down with it. Here's Morris, in fact, on the near side. Collides with a couple of purple jerseys. Louisville wants a foul. They get a foul, and it's going to be a booking as well. There's Jake the Morris shown a world of beer yellow card for a foul committed against Elijah Winder, who's down in a heap on the ground, rolling around in pain, holding his right shin. So the world of beer yellow card for Morris on the foul. A fifth third free kick coming up for Louisville City in their defensive half, about eight yards shy of midfield on the right side. Yeah, he took quite a shot there. Hope we can keep him on the pitch like I was saying before. I mean, him individually, he's been doing he's been doing really well today, creating a lot. He has been a, a little bit of a live wire for Louisville City, and it's a welcome sight to see young Elijah Winder playing so well. Again, as we've mentioned, the first ever Academy graduate to sign a first-team contract with this team, then suffered a very serious leg injury playing in an ECNL youth event. And just now this season fully fully healthy he made a huge contribution last year as everyone remembers scoring the winning goal in the eastern conference final over tampa bay and he's starting to come into his own a little bit here this year a slower start didn't get starts from the beginning of the season but danny cruz has been picking him over the last couple of seasons or a couple of weeks i should say this again his fifth start this season for winder winder back to his feet by the way appears to be okay and we will have this fifth third free kick it'll be tosh to take it this is a hard team to break into for so such a young guy like him and Carlos to break into the team pretty regularly. Great accomplishments. Love the youth system we have going here. But there is some conversation as the ball back in play. Tosh sends it long down the inside right towards Winder. It's knocked down, and Chica clears it aside for Loudon. There's some conversation about maybe that youth needing to step in to the positions that have been made vacant by some older players like Brian Ownby, for example, who continues to battle injury. He was questionable for today's game but did not make an appearance in the 18. Manny Perez standing on the near sideline, throws it in to Oscar, uh, Ray Serrano, I should say. Serrano trying to control it. It was knocked off of his toes and out for a Louisville City throw on the near side, the right. In the attacking half, about 35 yards past midfield, Manny Perez has this throw, the right back for Louisville City. Into Niall McCabe, touched back to Perez, the near sideline. Steps forward, plays it to Serrano, nutmegs the defender. Perez steps in, can't control his touch. It's out for a loud United throw on the near side. They're left in their defensive final third. Clever little move there from Serrano to nutmeg the defender, but Perez couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, I don't think there's any more player talented on the ball than Ray Serrano. He is so, so skillful. Serrano wins the ball from the throw, clips it in the air forward to Elijah Winder, making a run just outside of the box. Couldn't quite bring it under control with several red shirts around him. Here's Zane with it for Loudon as they just try and clear it. Louisville trying to keep the ball on this end, and they're able. No, they're not. It's out for a throw. It's going to be a Loudon throw, much to the chagrin of many of the fans, particularly on the near sideline. They had a great view of it. So a Loudon United throw on the near side of the Loudon left in their defensive half. There's about 10,000 referees that disagree with that decision. It's going to be Zane to take the throw, and the referee going to push him a little bit further back here as he had moved within 15 yards of midfield. So 
Zane's throw comes down the near sideline toward midfield, toward Ryan, headed away by McCabe, falls to Landry of Loudon, battling with Winder. Winder brings it down off of his knee to Lancaster in a crowd, brings it down. Cameron Lancaster does really well. Here he goes. Cameron Lancaster through to Mogel in the box. Mogel shot, punched aside by the goalkeeper. It's going to be a Vi-Fi corner for Louisville City. Terrific hold-up play there by Cameron Lancaster using his big physical frame, played it through to Carlos Mogel Jr., who was running through unmarked on an acute angle, tried to hit it in at that near post. Jackman went down, made the save. It's a Wi-Fi corner. This is much more the Louisville City that we've come to know and expect here. A lot more life, a lot more, lot more scoring potential here. Let's see if they can get it done. Seven minutes gone by in the second half. Still 0-0 is our score. This Wi-Fi corner from the near side, the right, an outswinging ball off the right foot of McCabe. Here's his approach. The Wi-Fi corner hit in towards the near post. Flipped on toward goal by Sharpie. It's It's knocked in. Cameron Lancaster puts it away for the boys in purple. And Louisville City comes out of the gates in the second half flying. McCabe's corner knocked down. Initially saved by the goalkeeper. It was loose in front of the goal. And Lancaster, like any natural goal scorer should, pounces on the loose ball and puts it away into the back of the net to make it one to nothing in favor of Louisville City over Loudoun United in the 53rd minute. That's playing the win, baby. You can see on his face what that meant from him. He's really been needing a goal. The whole team's been needing a goal, but Cam needs a breakthrough. There's been a lot of competition in his spot for him to get the start and bang a goal in this game where it's very much needed. Awesome. You love to see it. Lancaster's second goal of the season. It is brought to you by the Kentucky Lottery. Fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. And after a first half that you could argue was in favor of Loudoun United, Louisville City has come out after what I'm sure was a loud locker room speech from Danny Cruz, to say the least, and they have capitalized and seized momentum. And they have the one to nothing lead, courtesy of Cameron Lancaster. Ball out here for a Loudoun United throw on the near sideline, the left in their defensive half. You can feel the difference in the stadium between the first half and the second half, even before the goal. But now that we've gotten that goal under the belt, it's a different ball game. We're in the driver's seat now. Ball forward from that throw for Loudon. It's out for a Louisville throw now. On the near side, the right, a few yards past midfield. In the attacking half for Louisville City. It'll be Manny Perez, the right back, to take it. And as you mentioned, Benton, a huge goal for Cameron Lancaster. There has been competition for his spot. He's battled injury over the last couple of seasons. An aging player at this stage of his career. He'll be 31 in November. And for him to get on the score sheet once again, just huge for Louisville City. It's out for another Louisville throw on the near side, the right, closer in towards the final third here. Yeah, that's how you get more minutes. And, and Coach Cruz is, not, is certainly going to take note of that one. Into Elijah Winder. Here's his cross. A decent one towards the penalty spot. Towards Lancaster. It's knocked away by Learman, the center back for Loudon. Back to midfield in the center circle. West Sharpie keeps it alive for Louisville. Far side, Amadou Dia. Battling with Jackson Hopkins. He gets the better of him. Plays it forward to Mushagalusa. Drilling in field. Plays it there toward Carlos Mogel. Near the center circle. Swings it wide right. Manny Perez. Perez dribbling in field. Just outside of the box here. Perez into the middle of Denial McCabe. McCabe back to Perez on the inside right. Wide right is Carlos Mogel on the near sideline. Still in the attacking half. Mogel stepping on the ball to McCabe. Back to Mogel drifting toward midfield. Back to McCabe. Clips with the outside of his foot to Perez who was holding up a defender. Couldn't control it. Picked up by Landry for Loudon United. Here come the visitors. Through to Morris. And a sliding challenge from Manny Perez. He's so good at that. And he sends it out for a Louisville. I beg your pardon for a Loudon United throw on the near side of the Loudon left. Just past midfield in the Louisville defensive half. 
in from Zane into Williamson. Back to Zane on the near sideline. Working backwards to Chica, the halftime substitute. Daniel Chica, the center back, back to the goalkeeper. Jackman just outside of his box in the middle of the field. Swings his right foot through it, trying to play a diagonal to the far sideline in the attacking half. No one on the end of it, as Hopkins was the nearest player to it for Loudon. Instead, Amadou Dia was there. Dia drifting backward, played it back to the goalkeeper, Zimla. Long ball from Zimla down the middle towards the center circle. Headed, headed away by Learman of Loudon, and Loudon takes over in possession. Zane with it, the left back in the attacking half. Wide left is Morris, a midfielder who's played a little bit all over the field tonight. A left-footed player, Morris gives it away. Tried to play it with his left into the middle to Garay. And nearly Loudon with the opportunity, uh, or nearly Louisville with the opportunity. They give it back to Loudon. Here's Morris driving down the near sideline towards the Louisville box. Tried to put in a cross, blocked out by Manny Perez. And Loudon has the throw into Landry on the inside left. Back to Zane, wide left. They're in the Louisville half here. Zane's cross into the box, knocked down by Sean Tosh. Touches it forward to Mogel. Mogel coming forward, sends it long into the attacking half. Lancaster giving chase. Can he get there? He's got a defender with him. Lancaster gets there. Lancaster all alone. Mushagalusa making a run in the middle. Lancaster just holding the ball up, waiting for reinforcements. Does well. Dribbles right through a couple of players. Plays the ball wide left. Terrific hold-up play from Cameron Lancaster, getting applause from the fans here at Lynn Family Stadium. Dia on the far sideline. Touches it into the middle of the Niall McCabe and Louisville has possession they'll knock it around here, West Sharpie along the back line, Mogel at the center circle, wide left McCabe, forward wide left is Dia 10 yards into the attacking half, on the ground forward on the inside left, Elijah Winder battling with Chica, it's out for a throw a Louisville throw, on the far side the left, near the final third, just outside of the box here What do you think Coach Cruz said to him in the locker room because he said something good I'm sure it was animated my suspicion is that it was animated, what I know about Danny Cruz but I wouldn't uh, venture to guess what the content of what his message was. A <laughs> little, little R-rated for this broadcast, <laughs> probably. It might just have been. But it seems to have been effective. Louisville City a much better team in the second half than they were at any point in the first. And defensively, they have shored up significantly as well. There have been no chances for Loudon so far in the second half. Louisville still with the ball after the throw. It's on the right side at midfield. Sean Tosh clips it over the top to Ray Serrano. Outside of the box. Gets it into the box now. A heavy touch, though. Showed it to Chica. And Chica clips it into the air. I believe a handball is going to go against Ray Serrano here. And it's going to give Loudon a free kick in their defensive box. And that'll end that spell of possession for Louisville City. We're in the 58th minute. Nearly 13 minutes gone by in the second half. One to nothing is our score. Cameron Lancaster scoring in the 53rd minute, if I'm not mistaken. And that gave Louisville City a one to nothing lead. A couple of substitutions coming on here for Loudon in just a couple of minutes. Two players off the bench receiving final instructions. Goal kick sent forward, or the free kick rather, sent forward after the handball. Louisville wins it. Lancaster through to Serrano. Right side of the box. Serrano puts the ball in towards the penalty spot. It's cleared behind by Learman. Mushigalusa was making a run down the middle. And had Serrano gotten that ball right, it would have found Mushigalusa with an opportunity to put it on target. Instead, it's out for a Vi Fi corner. From the near side, the Louisville City rights. They're keeping the pressure on. They're keeping it wide. They want to extend this lead. Let's get a comfortable uh, lead going here. In terms of the second half, Benton, as McCabe walks over to take this corner, Louisville with a 61% possession advantage, just to show how they have dictated play since the halftime break. Closing in on the hour mark of the game. We're in the 59th minute here. McCabe will be an outswinger off his right foot from the near side. The right, he stands over the ball. Raises his arm into the air and approaches it. Here's the corner. Driven in towards the near post. It's down on the ground. Tosh has it. Tosh with a defender in his face. Drops it up backward to Dia. Dia swings it wide right to McCabe. Another opportunity to cross. Here it is. In the air. Into the six-yard box. Flipped up high into the air and over the bar. Onto the roof of the net. 
And it is going to be a goal kick here to Loudoun United. Wes Sharpie was in the crowd and apparently got his head to that ball. Just couldn't keep it under the bar. Didn't have any power on the header either. And a goal kick to Loudoun United. Well, I was salivating at the thought of Sean Tosh scoring on his 200th appearance. Here comes Loudon, a ball forward from their far side, the right to Jackson Hopkins, a good chance here. Hopkins outside of the box, an opportunity to cross. Here it is, floated in towards the penalty spot, knocked aside by Sean Tosh. It'll fall to Serrano, and Louisville sees away any danger there. Great defensive work by Mr. Tosh. You mentioned his 200th appearance today, but it's given away here by Niall McCabe, showing it to Santos for Loudon, and Loudon can continue here. Into the middle to Gray. Gray wide left here to Zane. They're in the attacking half, the Louisville defensive half. Loudon wide left from Zane to Morris, just with his heels on the near sideline. Morris, a ball to the inside left to Landry, who made a run forward. Landry goes down under a little bit of pressure, just barely was touched by Mogel. He wanted a foul, no foul given. Here's Serrano, ball forward off the back of the head, intentionally by Lancaster to Elijah Winder. Winder trying to play it through to Mushigalusa. He couldn't connect the pass, easily intercepted there by Loudon United, and that would have been a great opportunity if Winder had just gotten that pass right bitten. Uh, yeah, a little nervy touch there. That really would have been something special right in that moment. Loudon sent a long ball forward to Williamson. It was easily cleaned up by Louisville City. Here's Serrano once again in the defensive half dribbling toward midfield. Wide right to Manny Perez. Louisville working in their defensive half. Backward to Sean Tosh who's 10 yards outside of his box. On the ground from right center back to left center back. Here's Wes Sharpie on the ground forward at the midfield strike. Mushigalusa dribbles into the attacking half. He's on the far sideline. Defended by Jackson Hopkins. Backward on the ground to Wes Sharpie. We're just past the hour mark of the game. Under 30 minutes to go plus stoppage time. Louisville in front one to nothing, and they look certainly the more likely to score and add to that lead in the second half here. Here's McCabe on the left side in the defensive half. Under some pressure, swings it in the air to the near side. The inside right is Sean Tosh. Plenty of time and space. Tosh picks up his head. A long ball in the air down the near sideline. Perez making the run forward. He's in the attacking half. Manny Perez battling with Zane into the box. Still Manny Perez crosses to Lancaster. He's wide open, but puts it wide. Lancaster was completely unmarked. Just eight yards away from goal. Tried to hit it with his left foot. And it was ultimately well off target. A glorious opportunity for number two for Cameron Lancaster, and it's wasted. Oh, no, no, no. That was such a good opportunity. At least he got the one before that, so we'll call it even on these uh, on the situation. And after that ball was played out, we're going to have those two substitutions we alluded to for Loudoun United. Tommy Williamson and Jake Morris coming off. And coming on here, Wesley Leggett. And a player from the University of Kentucky, where he played collegiately, Khalil Elmetkar. He is in his third season as a professional. He scored 20 times in 66 games for UK over a college career. And now Ed Elmetkar in his third year as a pro. So Elmetkar on. And as was Leggett. So Leggett and Elmed on both substitutions brought to you by Fortna here for Loudon United in the 63rd minute. Goal kick sent long by Jackman into the attacking half. It's knocked down, a battle for possession. Loudon comes out with it. Garay forward to Zach Ryan. Here comes Loudon. Wide right is Santos. They're in the attacking half. Louisville tracks, drops back defensively. And Loudon will knock the ball around possession. Landry in the middle of the field. Wide left to Zane on the near sideline. In the attacking half, about 20 yards past midfield. Zane inside left, back to Landry. Landry defended by Mokel. Sticks out a leg, gets a touch. Falls to Chica. Further backward from Loudon United's perspective. He's in the defensive half. Across in toward the center circle. I guess past the center circle, actually. To Learman. Forward to Garay. Garay forward to Ryan. Neat stuff here from Loudon. Hopkins. Ryan on the overlap. Just outside of the penalty area. Zach Ryan with it. Defended by Toshin. Finally... 
the ball actually went out of play. I thought it was going to be an offside flag, but ultimately the ball was over the line on that far sideline. Zach Ryan just lingering a little bit too long before he took his touch. It's out for a Louisville throw on the far side. The Louisville left. It'll be Amadou Dia to take it in the defensive final third for Louisville City. Attendance just announced, 9,709. Not too shabby for a rainy day. Yeah, now a game that was delayed by an hour. If you're tuning into ESPN 680 at 1030, wondering what in the world Louisville City is doing playing this late in a home game. Well, we didn't start till 9 o'clock because of a thunderstorm that moved through. But since then, the weather's been pretty clear. And ultimately, uh, despite that weather, a great crowd on hand of 9,709, as you point out, Benton. The throw from Louisville City knocked out for a Loudon throw. On the far side, the right, the referee pushing the throw backward toward the midfield stripe before they can take the throw. It's going to be Santos to take it on the far sideline for Loudon. We're in the 64th minute, one to nothing. our score in favor of Louisville City. Getting a little USL after dark action here in the East Coast. We certainly are. Loudon working the ball. They threw the ball backward. Ryan was dropping deep for it in the middle of the field. They played it to Chica, the left center back, the substitute. Now wide left is Zane. They're at the midfield stripe. Landry back into the defensive half to Chica. Now dropping deep is Garay, the midfielder. Down the middle of the field. Plays it in the air toward the near sideline in the attacking half. Zane heads it past Manny Perez. He wants a handball. Zane waving his hand in the air to the referee. But the referee did not give that call. And the ball ultimately bounced into the penalty area where it was picked up by Oliver Zimla, the Louisville goalkeeper. Here's a dangerous pass along the back line and a sliding challenge from Tosh to keep it out of trouble. What a defensive effort from Sean Tosh as Louisville City nearly gave the ball away at the back. Tosh had to go to the ground to keep the ball in possession for the boys in purple as they try and work it down the near sideline. Serrano with it on the near sideline, drifting backward. Now spins and turns past Garay. Look at Ray Serrano go. Plays the ball in the air into the attacking half and numbers forward for Louisville City. Mushigalusa, Lancaster in the middle. Mushigalusa into the box on the left side. Still Mushigalusa goes on. The ball goes behind and it's going to be a goal kick. Let's go back to that Sean Tosh sequence for a second. That is exactly why he's been able to make 200 appearances in this league. An inch perfect tackle. So, so reliable in the back. But on the end of it, though, Benton, Mushagalusa had a clear opportunity there. He was on the left side. Lancaster was making a run in the middle. Mushagalusa carried the ball into the box, went down, wanting a foul, I think a little weakly, and no foul was given, and the referee saw the ball go past the end line, gave a goal kick. That would have been a clear chance for number two for Louisville City. Ball forward here from Loudoun United to Leggett. Leggett battling with Tosh. Tosh in front of Leggett, between Leggett and the ball. And the referee calls a foul on Leggett. And that will give Louisville City a fifth third free kick just to the right of their penalty area. A little bit past it as well in the defensive half here. We've got, what, 24 minutes to go. Plus stoppage time in this game. Louisville in front one to nothing. Cameron Lancaster, the goal scorer, coming earlier in the second half. And in terms of that second half, Benton, I mentioned the possession number. It has been all Louisville City. 57% possession in the second half. Five shots for Lou City. One of them, the goal was on target. For Loudon, zero shots in the second half. They've completely flipped the script, Louisville City, in this second half after that halftime locker room break. Ball sent forward from the fifth third free kick by Zimla into the Loudon defensive half, where Loudon picked it up. They carried it forward with El Medcar, the University of Kentucky player. El Medcar couldn't, though, keep it, and it's out for a Louisville City throw after it was cleared off his feet. The throw coming from the near side, the right, just at the midfield stripe. Manny Perez takes it for Louisville. In to McCabe, touched back to Perez. He's drifting toward his own goal here with three red shirts around him. Drops it off to Tosh. Tosh steps on the ball under pressure from Leggett and is able to get the pass off all the way back to Zimla, the goalkeeper, as Louisville works uh, to the other side of the field now to try and relieve that pressure. Sharpie, the inside left where he plays as the left center back. 
Wide left is Amadou Dia, the left back at the midfield stripe. Backward to Sharpie in the defensive half. Sharpie with 10 yards of space either, either side. Plays it into the middle to Mogel. Wide right now on the inside right is Tosh, still in the Louisville half. Back to Mogel on the ground. Swinging it from right to left. Mogel turns and plays it wide left to Sharpie. Sharpie dribbles toward midfield. Plays it across midfield on the ground. Dia on the far sideline. Dribbles backward. Plays it backward to Sharpie. Louisville City patiently knocking the ball around here. As Loudon sits back right now defensively. Louisville happy to see the ball just knocked around because they have a one-goal lead. Mogel trying to spring Perez down the near sideline. His pass was errant. Picked off by Loudon United. They play it forward to Zach Ryan. Ryan brings it down in the attacking half. One-two between Ryan and Hopkins. Ryan drifting away from the Louisville goal. Gives it up to Landry. Now Zane wide left. They're in the attacking half here, Loudon United. Looking to tie the game with 22 minutes to go plus stoppage time. All the way back to Chica in the Loudon half. Further backward to Jackman, the goalkeeper. Lancaster trotting forward. Jackman hits it high into the air toward midfield. One in the air by Dia. His header goes to Mushagalusa. Mushagalusa pushed down by Learman. No foul called. Loose ball picked up by Amadou Dia, and Louisville can continue this possession. All the way back to Sharpie, and he goes under pressure on the ground. Back to Zimla, who has no one around him. He's standing in the D of his penalty area. Zimla just standing on the ball. And right now, Louisville City with the lead, Benton. I think they're happy to just take a little bit of the air out of the ball right now. Yeah, I'm not, they're not too concerned with speeding up the play. They're in the driver's seat right now. Keep the control. Let's see this match out. like to see a few more goals, but, hey, one nothing. That's a winner. That's three points. Oh, that was neat from Mushigalusa. Just touched the ball around a defender. Here he comes. Outside of the ball. Outside of the football. Looking for Lancaster, though. Was intercepted by Learman as Lancaster was making a run towards the box. Neat, neat stuff from Mushigalusa, but just the final pass not there for him. Here's Loudon with it with Gray. He gives it away. Winder picks it off. Winder plays it over wide left to Mushigalusa, and as he did so, he was shoved down, and the referee seeing that calls the foul. Doesn't play advantage for Louisville, but in fact gives a foul here. So it'll be a fifth-third free kick for Louisville City on the inside left, about 15 yards past midfield. They take it on the ground. McKay backward to Sharpie now in the center circle is Tosh. Plays it on the ground forward to Mogel, still in the attacking half. Left of the center circle, Sharpie. Wide left on the far sideline, McKay. Forward on the far sideline, Dia. Dia dribbling in towards the box. Drives in across. Knocked up by Learman. Shouts of handball for a moment, but none given. Learman brings it down, plays it forward to Landry. Landry turns and plays it down the middle toward no one in particular. Ryan had sort of peeled off toward the left. And no one was there but Sean Tosh in purple who picked the ball up for Louisville City. Here they come forward, the boys in purple. Serrano on the near sideline, dribbles infield in the attacking half. Still Serrano goes, turns toward the inline, outside of the box, puts it across towards Lancaster, hooked away by Learman, who's shouting to his teammates to raise their intensity and effort. Picked up by Dia. Dia's cross in towards Winder, tries to touch it backward to a teammate, but no one was there. Landry picks it up for Loudon United. Landry, though, turns and plays it long towards Elman Carr, and it's out for a Louisville City throw on the near sideline, the right. Loudon's starting to fall apart a little bit. They're not exuding that same confidence that they had early on. They're having a few more bad touches, and Louisville City, they're feasting on it. Louisville with the ball now. 20 minutes to go. One to nothing to score. Louisville really turning the screw right now, trying to find a second goal and a little bit of cushion. And for what it's worth, have a multi-goal game. There have been seldom few multi-goal games offensively for Louisville City this season. Mentioned the lack of goal scoring. They enter the weekend second from the bottom in terms of goals scored. They have the ball in the attacking half. Perez through to Lancaster. Beats his defender. He's tripped up from behind, and it's going to be a foul. And a fifth-third free kick. Learman was beaten by Lancaster, and he tripped him up from behind, just snatched at his heel. Lancaster went down. The argument here for Louisville City is that that was the last defender, and it should be a red card or at least a booking of some nature. I want a card of some sort. And it looks like we have one. We do. 
The referee finally shows a world of beer yellow card to Giannis Learman there for that foul. And it's going to give a fifth third free kick to Louisville City in a dangerous position. This is shot on target kind of territory. It is on the inside right, about 22 yards away from goal. Just about four yards from the top of the box. Again, on the inside right, just halfway between the D and the right edge of the box. I was, Jeff, I was going to say pay close attention. This is Carlos Mogul sniping territory, but he's backed off the ball. I saw him take a free kick like this in the preseason, hit right off the, 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 the meeting of the crossbar there. So close. I think there is a heavy opportunity here that Cameron Lancaster is going to take this one. He's got one goal in the books, his second of the season, scored earlier in the second half. He's got his eyes on number two right now as he stands over this free kick, a four-man wall in front of him for Loudoun United. In fact, ultimately, it's going to result in a seven-man wall. Two Louisville City players are in the wall trying to block the view of the goalkeeper. And Lancaster, the only player standing over it. Louisville's all-time leading goal scorer. Can he do something majestic here? Here's his approach. Lancaster drives it toward goal, and it's caught by the goalkeeper diving to his right. Tried to bend it over the wall toward that far post. And Jackman, the goalkeeper, read it well the whole way, made a diving, catching save. It looked like it might have been a touch wide, but still an outstanding effort because if it was off the mark, it was not far off at all. Just under 18 minutes to go, plus stoppage time in the game. Louisville still in the lead, 1-0. Close to adding a second there. Loudon bringing the ball forward, and they give it away. McKay picks it up. Dia through to Mushagalusa. Flag goes up. Flag goes up against Matiti, who was running into acres of space down that far sideline. And Loudon United's heart race, or heart started to race there. They put the ball back in play, Loudon United. They're kind of sleepy, it looks like. They give the ball away. Doesn't look like Loudon really knows what's going on. Finally, they do win the ball back after McCabe tried to play it through to Lancaster. Loudon has had all of their confidence taken away in this second half. I mentioned the stats. It has been a one-way train since halftime in favor of Louisville City. And Loudon United, Benton, just to my eye, they look like they're a little bit shell-shocked right now. This is a Louisville City versus Loudon matchup that I envision in my head. You say that matchup, this is what I'm expecting, not that first half. Loudon, though, finally regains their composure, and they have the ball now. Jackson Hopkins in the attacking half, springs it wide left to Zane. Zane puts in a ball towards the box, headed on toward goal by Ryan, but his header well over the bar. It was a looping header, not much power on it, and Zimla comfortably watched it sail over and behind for a Louisville City goal kick here. And Louisville really not in any hurry to get the ball back in play. You can understand they've got a one to nothing lead. Yeah, props to West Sharpie for contesting that when help put it off the, uh, off the target. He started the season injured, but since he's come back, he's been very reliable and very solid in the back. And it's been absolutely needed with the lack of center backs that this roster has at the moment. 13 shots for Louisville City, five of them on target. Seven of those 13 shots coming in the second half, and three of those five on target have come in the second half. Loudon still without a shot in the second half. Louisville coming forward through Serrano after the goal kick. He can't connect his pass as Zane picked it up. Loudon sent it long down the middle looking for Leggett, one of the, ha- one of the substitutes that came into the second half. Brought down by Garay. Here comes Santos forward for uh, Loudon United. He was in the attacking half. He goes down once a foul. Mushigalusa picked the ball up. He goes down once a foul. No foul given as Leggett picks the ball up for Loudon. And Loudon can continue this possession after Mushigalusa had a sniff of the ball there for a moment. Just over 15 minutes to go. Plus stoppage time in a one to nothing game. Garay in the middle. Still in the attacking half for Loudon near the center circle. Landry, good ball through to Zane. Zane, a good ball to the back post. No one making that run. Leggett finally 
making the run to retrieve the ball down by the corner flag on the far side. It was a great ball in from Zane, but no one on the back post to attack it in red. They keep it alive with Garay. Now Santos dribbling into the middle. Actually, that's Learman, the center back. Now Landry, wide left is Zane, defended by Perez, just outside of Louisville box. Right-footed ball over everyone's head. It's going to bounce behind, and it is a goal kick to Louisville City. And we're going to have a substitution here. And I would imagine we're going to get a big hand here for Cameron Lancaster as Wilson Harris is off the bench. And it will be Lancaster coming off, Harris coming on. Cameron Lancaster, the goal scorer tonight for just the second time this season. And his goal has given Louisville City a one to nothing lead as he shakes hands with Danny Cruz heading to the bench. Danny Fondez, a big hug for Lancaster as he is applauded by the fans here. Wilson Harris on, Lancaster, the goal scorer, off. That substitution in the 76th minute brought to you by Fortna. That's a good 75-minute uh, showing for Cameron Lancaster, the Tottenham product. Man, that goal probably meant so much for him mentally. Building up that confidence, that's what we need for this team long-term. Confidence building. Zimla sends the ball long into the attacking half towards Wilson Harris. He's beaten to it in the air by Learman. Knocked down, Jackson Hopkins brings it down and then pulls down Amadou Dia, who had him beat. Dia was in front of him. It's in the middle of the field. And Hopkins just reached out with both hands and pulled him straight down. And it's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City. We're in the 77th minute. Time for you to head to Twitter for tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match poll. It will be open for the next 10 minutes. You can vote now at twitter.com slash City. Fifth-third free kick put back into play. It's Sharpie in the attacking half, turns and plays it backward to Zimla, who's playing 15 yards out of his box in the dead middle of the field. Back to Sharpie on the far sideline, defended by Leggett. Sharpie, a left-footed ball over the top for Mushagalusa to chase. Goalkeeper off of his line. Jackman did really well and just steered it away from Mushagalusa. It's out for a Louisville City throw. And if the goalkeeper for Loudoun United got that wrong, surely it would have been a goal for Louisville City. But Jackman did so well to clear it away. Yeah, he was put in an awkward position. I mean, that was a good idea for him to come off the line. But, yeah, it was a bit of a gamble. 13 minutes to go, plus stoppage time. one to nothing score in favor of Louisville. Ball forward from Zimla, picked up by Hopkins. Now Leggett as Loudon comes forward. Almed Carr has it. Almed Carr just to the left of the box. Left-footed ball in towards the penalty spot, hooked away by Wes Sharpie. His clearance past the near sideline. It's out for a Loudon throw. And despite the dominance we've seen, Bitten, from Louisville City in the second half, still just a one-goal game. So there's no opportunity to let your focus slip even for a moment because Loudon United right here in it still despite being thoroughly outplayed in the second half yeah Loudon's, Loudon's getting, uh, getting growing back into this game just a little bit but still uh, it's Louisville City controlling the flow Elmed Carr swung a shot in with his right foot went off the back of Liggett and cleared away by West Sharpie of Louisville City his clearance all the way to the attacking half Chico there first in front of a racing Wilson Harris played it back to Jackman Harris continued chasing the ball. Jackman just clipped it over Wilson Harris's head. Back to Chico, and Loudon comes away with possession. Again, Loudon United, they've been really second best in the second half, but growing in confidence right now in these moments. Zane off the ground, keeps his possession alive, keeps his dribble alive. Zane continues forward. Zane well into the attacking half by 40 yards, and he's fouled. And a yellow card here, a world of beer yellow card, I believe, to Niall McCabe of Louisville City. And it will give Loudoun United a free kick in a dangerous position. Abdul Zane, the Ivorian, the 20-year-old, playing in his second season in the United States on loan from a team in his native country, the Ivory Coast. A, about a 60-yard run there, Benton, with the ball at his feet into the heart of the Louisville City defense, and he drew the foul. This free kick coming up 
on the inside left for Loudoun United, about 35 yards from Louisville City's goal. Yeah, a little nervy. Let him run a little too much. I had to get in there, so a little bit of a tactical foul by now McCabe to shut that down before it got too, too dangerous. And Zane down on the ground, injured at the moment. You can certainly understand after all the effort he put into that run with the ball at his feet. And the training staff has come on here for Loudoun United, so we'll have a brief pause in play. We're in the 80th minute, just under 11 minutes to go, plus stoppage time as Zane is brought back to his feet by the athletic trainer for Loudoun United. So he'll have to walk off the field. Again, this is a very dangerous free kick position for the visitors here. About 35 yards from goal on the inside left, Elmet Carr, a right-footed player, stands over it with five red jerseys to aim at in the box. Now a sixth. Here comes the ball in from Elmet Carr. It's a decent one toward the end line, clipped in towards the six-yard box and knocked behind by Louisville City. It was Learman who got on the end of that ball that was clipped over the top. He got to it on the end line, put it back into the middle towards that six-yard box, and no one there in red to attack it. Three purple jerseys knocked it behind. It's out for a corner kick to Loudoun United on the far side there right. Elmedcar to take the corner. It'll be an outswinger off of his right foot. He's got one player if they want to play it short. He's going to put it into the box, though. Here it comes, high into the air, over everyone's head. It's going to bounce out of the box here. Tosh. Full running, head of steam, trying to chase it down. Sliding challenge between Tosh and Hopkins and a foul against Hopkins. And it's going to be another booking. A world of beer yellow card to Jackson Hopkins as the veteran, Sean Tosh, perhaps just luring the youngster there into committing that foul as they both went to the ground. Tosh pulled out of the challenge. Hopkins went right through and connected with Tosh. And Tosh draws the foul in the fifth third free kick and the world of beer yellow card. Sean Tosh is playing chess while the rest of them are playing checkers. Great play by him to earn that yellow card for the opposition. Jackson Hopkins just 19. And Sean Tosh playing in his 200th USL Championship game tonight between regular season and playoff appearances at the ripe age of 31. Using his experience much to his advantage there. Fifth third free kick to Louisville City. Everybody forward except for the goalkeeper who will just send this long into the attacking half for the boys in purple. Zimla swings his right foot through it with nine minutes to play. Into the attacking half. Serrano up for the header. Landry wins it, but it's out for a Louisville throw. Past the near sideline on the right for Louisville City. Just in front of Danny Cruz and the Louisville bench will be Manny Perez to take it. Louisville not in much of a hurry to put the ball back in play. They're trying to nurse this game and get all three points at home and claim a one to nothing victory. They certainly would take another goal if the opportunity presents itself. Into Winder, the throw. Battles with two red shirts. Winder still with it. Knocked off of his feet finally by Zane, who has returned to the field after taking that injury a moment ago. It's out for a Louisville throw further forward. And into the attacking half. And Louisville looking to warm up the bench as well. Once again, Paolo Del Piccolo has got his warm-up jersey off, getting ready to check in here in a moment's notice. But not before this throw as Perez stands on the near sideline, just outside of the box. He's looking to throw it into Harris. Instead, it goes to Winder. Brought it down. Winder, Zane stepped in. Zane fouled as Winder went through Zane's back, the back of his leg. It'll be a free kick here to Loudoun United in their defensive final just to the left of their box. They're going to send everybody forward and bring Jackman, the goalkeeper, off of his line and out to send it forward. Yes, Paulo De Piccolo looking to, to maybe be coming in the match here soon. Fun fact, number 36 for the Wu-Tang Clan. I love when there's fun backstories of the player numbers. Ball sent forward from Jackman to Hopkins, who brought it down, tried to play it forward to Zach Ryan. It'll fall to Sharpie, who clears it away. 
The clearance goes to midfield. Learman heads it forward. A header from Hopkins as Loudon brings it down. Santos with it. Back to Hopkins on the inside right there in the Louisville half. Hopkins turns on his right foot. Forward to El Medcar. Wide right to Santos. Santos puts in a cross. It's a decent one. Brought down only by Serrano, though. No one there in red to attack it. Serrano clears it forward upfield. Landry picks it off. Still in the attacking half for Loudon United. Here's Hosu Landry dribbling forward. Wide left to Abdul Zane. Zane with it, defended by Serrano, just outside the Louisville box on the left side. Zane dribbles through Serrano, into the box. Here's a ball driven in low, leg it, a shot knocked down. It's going to be a second opportunity cleared off the six-yard box line. The shot came from Hopkins. Here's Learman, a 40-yard effort cleared away, and it'll bounce past the far sideline. It'll be a throw to Loud United on the far side, the right. A couple of nervy moments there for Louisville City, but they were able to see them away, and we're going to have that substitution that... Benton was alluding to. Paolo Del Piccolo going to check in for Niall McCabe, who I think had a sensational game tonight. The quality of his service was terrific. He has been a much-missed player in the midfield for Louisville City. Back from injury, starting for the first time since being injured. And he gets a big hand from the fans who have hung out late here at Lynn Family Stadium. Nearing 11 o'clock local time, McCabe gives the captain's armband up to Del Piccolo. And that substitution, McCabe off, Del Piccolo on, brought to you by Fortna. You say 36. Is that a reference to the 36 chambers of the Wu-Tang Clan? The Wu-Tang Clan, protect your neck. Paulo Del Piccolo ain't nothing to mess with. <laughs> a couple of substitutions coming up for Loudoun United as well. Yeah, they're going to bring on, wouldn't you know it, a player not on their roster because they are, in fact... I'm going to make the argument, Benton. Still a reserve team for D.C. United. That could be a fan for all we know. It could be. Uh, We'll try and identify number 36 for you here in a moment. Jones. Uh, The other player also not listed on their roster, but that's Graham Jones. He was off the bench last week, played 15 minutes, a D.C. United Academy graduate. So Jones on, and another player who we've yet to identify also on for Loudoun United in the 85th minute. Three substitutions there, one for Louisville City, two for Loudoun. Those substitutions brought to you by Fortin. And number 36 name is Clark. We'll try and further identify him for you in a moment. So Clark on as well. Ball forward from Loudon is caught by Oliver Zimla. The Louisville City goalkeeper, he falls to the ground with five minutes to play plus stoppage time. One to nothing, our score in favor of Louisville City. Still Zimla hangs on to the ball. Jace Clark, a 17-year-old out of Baltimore, Maryland, is the other substitute for Loudoun United. Louisville City with the ball forward after Zimla sent it long. They're in the attacking half here. On the near sideline is Elijah Winder. He'll put it across, a looping ball towards the mouth of goal, and Jackman, the goalkeeper, makes a comfortable catch. Yeah, don't don't hate the effort there. Got to get that one a little more shallow. Make the goalkeeper come out there. Give your team a chance to put that one on net. Clark lines up as a left back here for Loudoun United. Plays it back to Chico. Chico back to... The goalkeeper, Jackman, earned some pressure from Harris. Plays it wide left to Santos. Loudon trying to build out of the back here, but Louisville trying to turn them over in their defensive half and maybe steal a second goal. Back to Jackman. Harris charging in. Jackman sends it long to the near sideline. Here's Jace Clark, the substitute that just checked in, the 17-year-old. Into the middle of the field to Hopkins, still in the defensive half. Hopkins dribbling around Winder. Still Hopkins goes near sideline. Landry into the attacking half now. Landry dribbling forward down the near sideline. Still he goes. Serrano on his hip. Ball forward to Leggett. Leggett with Tosh on his back goes to the ground. No foul. Leggett goes, picks himself back up, goes to the ground again, and this time there is a foul called against Sean Tosh. 
as their Wesley Leggett, a 22-year-old out of New Jersey in his first season after completing his college career at St. John's last year, draws that foul. And it's going to be a free kick to Loudoun United just a yard in from the near sideline. But this will be an opportunity to whip the ball into the box as Elmed Carr stands over at Khalil Elmed Carr. Again, the former University of Kentucky products. And just a one-goal game here, Benton, with three minutes to go. If Loudoun is going to steal a couple of points on the road, this is a huge opportunity for them from this free kick. My heart can't handle that. Let's keep this one out. Seven players to aim at in the box for Elmed Carr. Here he comes, steps up onto it, hits it high into the air, uh, turning towards the goal, and it's knocked away by Louisville City, and ultimately the flag goes up. So an offside call goes against Loudoun United. That is one you do not want to swallow if you're their head coach, Ryan Martin, on a free kick to have somebody offside late in the game. But that is what the call was, and it gives a fifth-third free kick here to Louisville City in their box. Zimla will take it and send everybody forward. Anywhere will do if it's not toward their goal right now for Louisville City. They don't much care where the ball is. Yep, let's keep it in their half, keep it out of their possession. Let's see this match out. You want to win by a little more than one against a team like Loudon, but, hey, it's still three points. Zimla sends the ball long from that free kick presented by fifth third but his pass a little bit errant it bounces past that far sideline it's out for a loud united throw and again i've been hinting at it for a few minutes louisville needs to be careful here they've been in control the entire second half but just the one goal to show for it and loudon starting to grow into the game they're coming forward here from that throw down the inside left with daniel chica Chica into Landry in the middle of the field now. Jace Clark, the teenager on the near sideline. They're forward, well forward in the attacking half. Clark outside of the football looking for Leggett. Ball was just a little bit behind him. It'll roll all the way into the six-yard box, and Oliver Zimla will let it lay on the ground for a moment before he picks it up, just trying to eat more clock. And Louisville City really bent over the last 15 minutes since they scored that goal. They have been trying to take the air out of the ball at every opportunity, just trying to see this out as best they can to come away with a win. Yeah, they're, they're pumping out the brakes. I think they're satisfied with where they're at. Still problems to work out, but... Big collision here after Zimla had punted it. Serrano down on the ground holding his head. The referee blows his whistle, and he's going to show a World of Beer yellow card here, I believe, to Hosu Landry, who committed the foul for Loudoun United. And the concern here goes to young Ray Serrano for Louisville City. He's down holding the back of his head, the training staff on for the boys in purple. Serrano, again, just 22 years old out of Washington State. Came up through the Seattle Sounders organization where he played 53 appearances for both the Sounders reserve team and the Tacoma Defiance, as they were later known, before joining Louisville City last season. Scored three goals in his time in purple. Young player with a world of talent. And he's down on his backside. He has set up a little bit here as he's being checked out. I mentioned this earlier on the broadcast, but can you name a player on this team who has more skill on the ball than Ray Serrano? I think Manny Perez comes close, but Ray Serrano, man, he's just so talented. He's just on another level, especially in tight spaces. He's able to, to spin around defenders. We have moved into stoppage time, by the way. Past the 90-minute mark. Stoppage time presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee has added a minimum of five minutes to this game. One to nothing, our score in favor of Louisville City with five minutes to go. Ray Serrano back to his feet, and he's going to be allowed to stay in the game, so he appears to be okay past the concussion protocols that I'm sure were implemented there. 
Fifth third free kick for Louisville City. Literally a yard in from the near sideline. Played down the near sideline to Serrano from Del Piccolo. Serrano dribbling towards the corner flag. Tried to put in a cross. It was blocked by his own teammate Elijah Winder inadvertently. And it's out for a Loudon United throw on the near side. The Loudon left deep in their defensive final third by the corner flag. It'll be Jace Clark to take the throw. Clark standing on the near sideline, steps a couple of yards forward, throws it down the near sideline to sideline to Leggett. He's beaten in the air by Manny Perez. An exchange of headers here. Leggett heads it down to Mogel. He just clips it forward, headed by Clark on the near sideline. A battle between Jones and Manny Perez, and there's a foul on Jones for Loudon United as Perez was just shoved to the ground. Youngster that checked into the game for Loudon United, Graham Jones, making his second appearance of the season after playing 15 minutes off the bench last week, commits the foul. And it's going to be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City. Just a yard past the midfield stripe. Four you know, yards in from the near sideline. You know, for as easy it is to criticize the officiating, I think sometimes you've got to call it out when it's big good. And I think this has been a pretty well-officiated match. Very evenly done. I don't disagree with that at all. Ball forward from the fifth-third free kick down the near sideline, headed away by Clark for Loudon, a throw to Louisville. We were very critical of the referees last week against Pittsburgh, I think rightfully so. But to your point, this has been a pretty good pretty well refereed game by John Matzo. Yeah, he's kept control of things. He only pulled out cards late in the match when he's really needed to. I mean, it's exactly what you want out of a referee. He's very minimal impact. Loudon wins the ball back deep near the corner flag. They play it into the goalkeeper. Jackman, he rolls it forward to Learman. Learman dribbling down the middle. Plays it left to Chica. Chica dribbling towards midfield. Picks up his head, plays a long ball down the middle towards Ryan. Ryan gets a touch to it. El Medcar there, but he's beaten to the ball by Dia. And then El Medcar called for the foul as Dia was clipped after he played the ball away. It was just sort of a, a lazy ball, not cleanly hit by Ryan. El Medcar was waiting for it to come to him, and Dia reacted, running into the space where the ball was, got to the ball before El Medcar did, cleared it away, and El Medcar hung a leg out there, and Dia went down. It's a foul and a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City. We've played two minutes of the minimum five. What has turned into a sleepy finish here at Lynn Family Stadium as Louisville City just trying to see this game out. It's been a very toothless effort by Loudoun United in the second half. They've been thoroughly outplayed, but just the one goal still in the game. One to nothing our score in favor of Louisville City. Louisville City has had opportunities to make it to a huge chance for Cameron Lancaster, notably to add to his goals, his, his goal that he scored earlier in the second half, and he put it wide from about four yards away. Yeah, the Loudon coaching staff has to be disappointed with their crew for this, this second half outing. They had so much positive momentum in the first half. They go into the break, and then they come out, and they're just hit by the freight train that is Louisville City. Freight train might be a little bit of exaggeration on the one nil lead, but, but Louisville City has been pretty comfortably in control. World of Beer yellow card here, I believe, shown to Amadou Dia for time-wasting as he waited a, a minute or so on that far sideline to put in the throw. Finally was put into play, and it's out for a Loudon throw here. And maybe the last opportunity really for Loudon to get forward. We've played three minutes of the minimum five. On the far sideline, they have this throw. They get it in now into the attacking half to Leggett. Heads it up into the air. A header from Paolo Del Piccolo brought down by Mushigalusa in midfield. Great skill as Mushigalusa clips it around a defender, plays it down the far sideline for Wilson Harris to chase. He can't catch up to it before it goes past the line. It's a throw to Loudon United once again. Learman in to Landry. Now Learman once again with it along the back line as Loudon tries to build out of the back here. Just over a minute to go out of the minimum five. Chico with it. Daniel Chica, the left center back, the substitute. Dribbling towards midfield. Finally checked by Elijah Winder, who had a touch of the ball and was pulled down by Chica. And it's a foul. Fifth third free kick coming up for Louisville City. Just a few yards shy of midfield on the inside right in their defensive half. Boy, Elijah got mugged on that one. 
Just Chica dribbling the ball forward and showed a little bit of it to Elijah Winder, who stepped in, won the ball, and Chica just pushed Winder aside with his body. A little frustration after uh, you know, before the, the road loss becomes official. 27 fouls in this game, 16 called against Loudoun United. The fifth third free kick sent long by Tosh. It's headed aside for a Louisville throw. On the near side, the right in the attacking final third. Four and a half minutes of the minimum five gone by, according to my stopwatch. Manny Perez will have the throw here. Throws it down toward the corner flag where Elijah Winder tries to bring it down. Landry clears it away after Winder's touch. Mogell a header. It'll fall here to Loudoun United with El Medcar. El Medcar driving through the middle, and he's taken down. A couple of Louisville City players sandwiched El Medcar there, and the foul will go against Paolo Del Piccolo. He has shown a world of beer yellow card. Yeah, that one, I mean, that one was rightfully deserved. He went down looking to get the ball, but how, how the Loudoun player fell down there ended up being a little bit of collision. And this has got to be the final chance here for Loudoun. One to nothing to score. Loudoun looking to tie it late. Maybe steal a couple of points from Louisville City. We've moved past the five-minute mark of a minimum five of stoppage time. And this free kick for Loudon will come in their defensive half by about eight yards. All ten field players forward just outside or inside the Louisville box. The goalkeeper, Jackman, sends it down the middle, into the air, into the Louisville box. Headed out by Dia. It'll fall to Ray Serrano, streaming out of the penalty area. Serrano coming forward. The referee lets him go, now blows his whistle, and that is the game. It's over. Louisville City takes a one to nothing victory over Loudoun United to take all three points here at home. Cameron Lancaster scoring for the second time this season had the goal tonight to lift Louisville into victory over Loudoun United on a rain-soaked evening at Lynn Family Stadium. The Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame show comes your way next. Louisville City wins it over Loudoun. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN 680 and 105.7. The Boost by Kroger Plus membership is more than worth it. Because every time you shop for your groceries, you get two times fuel points and free delivery on your purchase. Try it free for 30 days and start saving big today. With Boost by Kroger Plus, you'll have less worries and more rewards. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Eligible for free grocery delivery on orders over $35. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. You've got ants inside the house, mosquitoes outside the house, moles burrowing in your lawn, and termites eating your house from inside out. You're completely surrounded. Luckily, OPC Pest Services has a Four Seasons program that can help. OPC has been providing quality pest services since 1972. Protect your home and property and call OPC Pest Services for a free estimate at 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. Again, that's 969-9635 or visit opcpest.com. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. 
NortonChildrens.com slash JustForKids for all the care along the way. Louisville City fans, this is Paolo Del Piccolo. Remember, if it's Lou City, it plays right here on ESPN 680, 105.7 and the ESPN Louisville app. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Now, back to Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. This post-game presented to you by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Our final score, Louisville City 1, Loudoun United nothing. brought to you by the Gorski Law Office. Tonight's game resulted in a Mortensen Family Dental clean sheet. A clean game calls for a healthy, clean smile. That is the ninth clean sheet of the season for Oliver Zimla in goal for Louisville City. That leads the entire USL championship. And with that Louisville City win, you can head to any participating Louisville area Wendy's location tomorrow to redeem your free small Frosty. Be sure to show the club's social media posts for redemption. Jeff Milby and Benton Newman. Soccer City on a Saturday night is how this game turned out here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Benton Louisville City gets the job done. And a tale of two halves in this game. The first half, an even half, which is not to the expectation of Louisville City. An entertaining first half with chances either side. But the second half, especially the first 30 minutes of it, entirely in favor of Louisville City. They came out and blew the brakes off of Loudoun United. They get the one goal. Sure, fans probably would have liked to have seen two or three go in. But Cameron Lancaster puts away his chance, and Louisville sees the game out over the final 20 minutes or so and comes out with a one to nothing win. What did you make of it? Look, any night that you're in Lynn Family Stadium and Chelsea Daggers playing, the lights are flashing, and three points are added to your team's total, you're not going to be too mad. But if we're going to be critical... Yeah, the offensive woes, they continue. There were some created opportunities there, but maybe not enough. And this is something that Louisville City still needs to figure out. What's the right permutation of players on the field? How do you line them up in the optimal way? Again, we've retained mostly the same roster from last season, a team that set records uh, pretty much across the board in any statistical measure for for Louisville City. They were outstanding. We haven't done quite the same thing here yet. Um, But on a positive note, defensively, same strong performance. I want to shout out Sean Tosh. He made a few outstanding moments on there and really showed how he was able to get the 200 appearances because what team would not want to have him starting regularly in the back line? Yeah, had a a huge performance again defensively tonight, including... Uh, a vital clearance after a turnover at the back. Sean Tosh, again, as Benton mentioned, his 200th appearance for Louisville City tonight for one of the players that's been around for a long time, since 2017 when he signed with the team. Full-time stats, Louisville City ultimately is out-possessed over the 90 minutes. 53% possession to Loudoun United. They generated 11 shots over the course of the 90 minutes. Two of those shots were on target. Louisville City with 13 shots, five on target over the 90 minutes. But in the second half, Again, when Louisville City really came out and in the first 20 or 30 minutes dominated, it ends 50-50 in terms of possession. Louisville City with seven shots, three on target. All seven, by my recollection, Benton, all seven of those shots came before Loudon even had one. Loudon finishes with five in the second half, but all of those came really late on. Yep. Louisville City came out of that locker room break and was dominant. I mean, Danny Cruz, I would imagine in his postgame comments, will be very pleased with what his team did in response 
to whatever his message was at halftime. Oh, yeah, that's definitely going to be the first thing he's going to be talking about, responding to that first half. I mean, this season, and even last season as well, Louisville City has largely been a second-half team, and you usually see these kind of turnarounds. So yet another story in that sort of tale. But, I mean, again, you can't avoid the question about the goal-scoring woes. They continue. Thankfully, Cameron Lancaster got on the score sheet. And, again, like go back and watch that footage and see on his face like how much that one meant to him. Confidence is what needs to be built on this offensive core there, and that's this is the kind of moment where that starts. Overall, 29 fouls in the game. 12 called against Louisville City, 17 called against Loudoun United, and ultimately we finished with several yellow cards in the game as well. Yeah, they're all late. Seven of them in total. One in the first, actually all of them in the second half. For Louisville City, McCabe, Dia, and Del Piccolo all put in the referee's book. And four players also shown yellow for Loudoun United in that game. Louisville City, by virtue of that victory, they jump all the way to fourth place in the Eastern Conference standings on 29 points. Their eighth victory of the season as compared to four losses and five ties, still with a minus one goal differential. But they are just two points back of Charleston for third and overall just five points back of Tampa Bay, who, by the way, without their head coach, Neil Collins, for the first time, won tonight 3 to nothing over the Oakland Roots. So Tampa Bay now into first place in the East. Ver- uh, Loudon, by virtue of this loss, they drop below the playoff line now. FC Tulsa has le- leapfrogged them into eighth place. But Louisville City with now the second half of the season to look to Benton. Working their way up the standings despite the scoring struggles, despite a couple of losses that were questionable by Louisville City standards. They're right there in that race for the Eastern Conference, right really where they need to be, just five points back of Tampa Bay. What I want from them is I want them to get ready for the long haul that is the postseason. I want them to have things figured out by that last quarter of the season. They need to enter the postseason hot because at the end of the day, all that matters. So if they continue to struggle for the next few matches and in, in goal scoring and, ch- and chance creation, you know, that to certain levels, that's okay in my book, so long as they have it fixed by the end stretch. And that's the stretch, by the way, is where we play Tampa Bay twice, so that's going to be two critical matches. Yeah, that's right. Tampa Bay will be the final game of the season as well on October 14th, and they'll play them about what, three weeks, four weeks before that on September 9th, so the big rival Tampa Bay with a couple of late games for Louisville City. This game tonight, the start of a very hectic stretch for the boys in purple. Loudoun United tonight, Pittsburgh at home on Wednesday night. That is an 8 o'clock kickoff. Our coverage beginning 15 minutes before here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Then Atlante in an international friendly next weekend. That's followed by a Wednesday game at Detroit on July 19th. Followed by a Saturday game against Birmingham here at home. So over the next few days, there will be one, two, three, four games for Louisville City over the next two weeks. So great to see them get this win and start this busy stretch on a winning note yeah no rest you're in the you're in the heat of the season this is a team that's had a lot of injury trouble so they're going to really need to make sure that they keep their guys healthy do some some reasonable rotations and yet still keep competitive squads going let's take a timeout more to come here on the kentucky office of highway safety post game wrap we will talk more about racing louisville as well they were victorious last night so back-to-back nights of winning soccer at lynn family stadium how about that Again, our final score this evening, Louisville City, courtesy of a Cameron Lancaster second-half goal, wins it one to nothing over Loudoun United. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN 680 and 105.7.
I'm Lieutenant Matt Keller. And I am Officer Amber Ross with Lova Metro Police Department. When working traffic in Jefferson County, responding to crashes involving deaths or injuries is the toughest part of our job. When you drive, there's so much out of your control. But what you do have control over is wearing a seatbelt. Less than two seconds. That's all the time it takes to buckle up. Why do we enforce seatbelt laws? It's not about writing tickets. It's about saving lives. Please always buckle up. A message from the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Hammer here. Going to school is free, but school supplies are expensive. That's why I'm doing Hammer's Great Backpack Giveaway on Friday, July 14th from 4 to 8 p.m. Come to McFerrin Prep Academy for a backpack filled with supplies. See you at Hammer's Giveaway. This is George Timmering from Bear Nose Pizza. We're partnering with Isaacs and Isaacs to give away 5,000 backpacks filled with school supplies. Come to McFerrin Prep Academy July 14th from 4 to 8 for Hammer's Great Backpack Giveaway. Students must be present to receive backpack while supplies last. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. This is Danny Cruz, head coach of your Louisville City FC. Keep it tuned to ESPN 680 and 105.7 all year for your coverage of our 2023 season. Welcome back. It is the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-game wrap. A victorious one for Louisville City tonight. They win it one to nothing over over Loudon United in the Eastern Conference, a potential playoff preview. Two teams that were above the playoff line entering action in Louisville City, courtesy of the second goal of the season from Cameron Lancaster, takes home all three points tonight in a delayed evening. And we were about an hour later than we wanted to be because of thunderstorms this evening in Louisville, Kentucky, but a crowd of 9,709 managed to stick around in Butchertown to watch this one tonight for Louisville City. Racing Louisville on this same field in front of many of these same fans, I would imagine. Last night, victorious as well by a final score of 2-1 to one to win their final regular season game before a brief summer break for the World Cup. They'll go to Challenge Cup action in their next three opportunities for Racing Louisville. Most notably, their next home game on July 21st. That's when they return to action. They take on the Chicago Red Stars. That's followed by an away trip to Houston and an away trip to Kansas City. All three of those games in the Challenge Cup while the World Cup goes underway. Racing Louisville with a heavy lead in the Challenge Cup in that group that includes Chicago, Houston, and Kansas City because they're undefeated. They're perfect in the Challenge Cup. Uh, so if they can take care of business in those next three games, Benton, they should, you'd expect them anyway, to move on to the semifinal of the Challenge Cup. But back to last night. Without Savannah DeMello, without many of their World Cup players, they did have Wong Shuang available last night, racing Louisville, able to get the job done and defeat Kansas City at home. A huge win for them. Again, just now one point out of the playoffs in the NWSL. I mean, 
we have a, the deepest squad that racing's ever had. So even without these departures, I looked at the lineup. I'm like, this is this is a solid team. I mean, we got a lot of really good players here, and it showed in the match. We were talking before this ma- the Louisville City match about the Kansas City match. One of the most impressive things for me was they're coming back from adversity early on. Got a very unfortunate penalty called against them. Not saying it was an incorrect decision. It was just very awkward and weird. You're not going to see too many of those sequences. And then not too long after that, they scored a goal, but it was called back on VAR. And me personally, I don't know if I agree with the decision. I do have lavender tinted glasses, however. (laughs) But despite all that, they kept the pressure on. They kept playing their hearts out, and they were rewarded for their efforts. And that was the kind of rebound that you need after blowing the, the what should have been a win up against the OL Reign. And also, we haven't mentioned it yet, but one of the other headlines out of last night's game, Nadia Nadim, back healthy, saw action in the last 10 minutes or so of the game last night, had a really good opportunity to to score uh, as well on on a delivery in from Parker Goins that she just couldn't quite get on target. But we know what kind of talent she is. She is... An elite player, um, has had an elite career at the age of 35, has battled injuries over the last couple of seasons since signing with Racing Louisville, but she is back healthy and available. And should she continue to be healthy and available for Racing Louisville, she could be a huge difference maker over the second half and the tail stretch of this season. Simply having her available again is a huge spark to this team. She is such a leader. She's such a lethal player. And just having her back, that's a boost. And that's the kind of boost that this team needs because it's razor thin on the table, and they need every point they can get to make that that last push. So Racing Louisville, again, the next opportunity you have to see them in action on July 21st. That is in the Challenge Cup here at home against the Chicago Red Stars. Tickets available at racingloufc.com slash tickets or 502-L-O-U-C-I-T-Y. Tonight for Louisville City, it was a one to nothing victory over Loudoun United. Tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match Award winner as voted on by you, the Louisville City fans, with nearly 72% of the vote on Twitter was the goal scorer, Cameron Lancaster, who started tonight and put one away in the second half for his second goal of the season. Talking about Nadia Nadim giving a spark to racing Louisville Benton. Cameron Lancaster, we know his quality. He has scored over 20 goals multiple times in a season in his career. If Louisville can get him going, get his goal-scoring form back, he could be a huge option to try and alleviate those goal-scoring woes that we've talked so much about for Louisville City this season. Right now, he's not commanding the same level of respect from defenders as he has in the past. So what he needs to do is he needs to earn that back, and he needs to start banging a few more goals. So as the season goes on, as we start to get to those later stretches and head into the postseason, defenders start to fear him again, and this is a good first step towards that. What else stands out to you? Just a final thought on the evening, on the victory for Louisville City, on, on what this does for their season. Again, heading into this hectic stretch where they have four games over the next two weeks. I mean, the three points is good. It's the kind that you look at the schedule, though, and, and kind of think that are largely in your favor. Good defensive performance. Again, offensive issues still kind of there. Things to work on. Gives Coach Danny Cruz a little bit more film to work on, but um, work with. But there's uh, some outstanding performances to look at. Sean Tosh, again, 200 appearances. Had an awesome game. Elijah Weiner did a lot of great creation out there. And it was good seeing Niall McKay back in action because he's just Mr. Swiss Army Knife working box to box. He was really great out there, too. Yeah. I thought uh, I thought McCabe was phenomenal tonight. Also, a shout-out, Oliver Zimla, the rookie goalkeeper, the German out of Marshall, where he won a national title in college. He had a terrific night tonight with a couple of key saves, particularly in the first half, and he comes up with his ninth clean sheet, his ninth shutout 
of the season. That is the league-leading number, both for individual goalkeepers and for teams for Louisville City. So those are the accolades, the big performances tonight. And a one nothing win for the boys in purple over Loudoun United that sees them jump into fourth place, Louisville City FC. That'll do it for us this evening. This post-game show has been brought to you by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. We will next speak to you on Wednesday night here at Lynn Family Stadium, a rematch of a game we just saw last week that ended in a scoreless tie. Louisville City hosting Bob Lilly and the Pittsburgh Riverhounds on Wednesday night. That game coming up for you at 8 o'clock Wednesday. We'll have our coverage beginning at 7.45 here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Also, don't forget the night after that, Thursday evening on these same stations, Soccer City. Me and Benton will be back at you on Thursday evening at 6 o'clock on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Benton really enjoyed it. Uh, good to hang with you. I, you know, We rarely get the opportunity to watch a game together because I'm on the radio and you're out being the super fan that you are. So this was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. A very different experience from what I'm used to. But, um, hey, I talk a lot into my seatmates' ears while we're going through the match. So I just transitioned that into a microphone. It seemed to work out pretty well, I thought. All right, let's let uh, Spencer Brown go home after a long evening, including a weather delay. For Benton, for Jeff, uh, I'm Jeff, rather. For Benton, for Spence, I'm Jeff. Louisville City wins it one to nothing. We will talk to you on Wednesday night when the boys in purple take on Pittsburgh. Until then, so long. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and southern Indiana communities. Open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids for all the care along the way. A Germantown gem for pegs is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. Looking for a rewarding career? One that empowers you to serve your community, change lives, and reach your fullest potential? Become a correctional officer for the Kentucky Department of Corrections and earn up to $28.30 an hour with great benefits. Help create a better, safer Kentucky. Apply today for a correctional officer position in your community at careers.ky.gov. That's careers.ky.gov.